Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash FilmSack and start living a better life today. In the year of 2019, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, and droughts unleashed a wave of destruction upon our planet. We didn't just lose towns or beachfronts. We lost entire cities. Zap! <laughs> this is Film Zack. Sure. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 533. I'm Scott Johnson. The show is mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Welcome to November. Joining me today, Brian, first thing he did was touch a frozen arm from a man who died and watched it fall off Dunaway. Right. Ah, shit. Oh, hi. <laughs> and in case you missed it, the four of us who form Film Sack Legendary Defender has spent a little over a decade watching crappy movies and defending the earth from angry acting, bad science, and predictable plot points. And with that in mind, I think I'm finally ready to reveal my most ingenious plan to date to fight against the Hollywood-made menace that is pushing us to the brink of a tropu storm. That's right, a <laughs> tropu storm. For years, we have been warned of the dangers of... Trope warning. Hell, Al Gore tried to warn us about the dangers years ago with a ladder and a PowerPoint presentation. But did we listen? Nope. Because he's an idiot and he thinks he invented the internet. Okay, maybe he never actually said he invented the internet, but the damage is done. Cred lost. You're out of there. You're out of here, man. See you, Gore. Anywho, I have been Twitter sating. That's conversating on Twitter with Neil Degrassi Tyson on the idea of sending up satellites into the troposphere to form sort of a net over Hollywood. We'll shoot down any tropes before they can group up and, well, other tropes and tip the scales to a full-on Armageddon. A much better movie. Oh, look. Degrassi responded to my idea. Hey, man, this is just a parody account of the real Neil Degrassi Tyson. Well, that is disappointing. Oh, there's more. Also, I am no scientist, but I don't think you can launch satellites into the troposphere. That is uh, more like where airplanes hang out and stuff. Good luck is also troposphere. Whatever. Well... 
Now I feel a little embarrassed. Whatever. I'm just the idea man. Randy, you son of a bitch. Thank the space Mexican. Thank him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Mexico. Look, look at my, look at my tag on my shirt. Yeah, that guy was stoked about his representation. Was, yeah. Uh, we made it to space. Look at that. Well done. Also with us, Randy, cross your fingers that him and the German lady will be okay, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. And if it please the committee, I've prepared a statement. Honorable members, uh, senators, I, I don't know if I'm in the House or a Senate committee hearing, and honestly, it doesn't matter because I'm a renegade. My name is ridiculous. Jake Lawson. That's right. I don't respect you or my brother over there or anyone. I'm getting a divorce, baby, and I'm going to live in the middle of nowhere, Florida, to prove how valuable I am to the entire world. Before I go piss off my wife and lose custody of my daughter, I should tell you, you're going to completely destroy the world in a few years because you didn't follow my three rules for being a hero, scientist, machinist, fighting software engineer, space cowboy. Number one. You got to be bad. You got to be bold. You got to be wiser. You got to be hard. You got to be tough. You got to be stronger. You got to be cool. You got to be calm. You got to stay. I'm sorry. That's Desiree. I got my notes mixed up. Hold on. Let's just go. Number two, have a secret code with one other person in the world and then make it so that that other person is in a position of surprising power and authority and opportunity as one does. Number three, always look around and ask yourself, who's the misdirection? See how the president is slick and a little swarthy and the secretary of state looks like a kindly grandpa. Boom. There's your misdirection. Profiling is bad. Jake Lawson out. (laughs) He's a maverick. You got your head all harassed. All right. Finally, Brian, that's how he drives when he's in Hong Kong as well. Totally Mm. is. Exactly. Hey, Zazzy Beats. I just got a really weird message from my brother, and I need your help to decipher it. See, here at the 2 minute and 21 second mark, he mentions going fishing with our dad. We never went fishing with dad. Dad hated fishing. Hmm. Makes me wonder if he's using a secret code that he and I came up with back when we were kids. The only way to be sure is if we listen to the rest of his message and see if we spot any other inconsistencies. Then I'll know if he's using a prime number binary code alternating negative number multiplier square root alphanumeric replacement code. <laughs> What's that? Wait, jump back a few seconds in the message. Did he just talk about when we went to college? We didn't go to college. Our mom just put us in a canoe with some oars and took pictures so we could try to get in with a rowing scholarship. Mm. That must be another clue. Hmm. Oh, hold on. Did you hear that? He mentioned the Grammy Awards. We didn't win that year because it turned out that we were lip syncing. Ah, we better write down these time codes so we'll be able to figure out the real message he was trying to give us. Huh? Yeah, he did just talk about when he took me to get my vaccine. Uh, did I? Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally immunized. Anyway, gotta run. Tornado coming. <laughs> wow, Tornado. Aaron Rodgers ripped from the headlines. Yeah, well ripped done. from mm-hmm. today's headlines. Yeah, that was that was uh, more nice. more current I, and I up to date. Yeah, tell if I was uh, watching the news or Geostorm uh, when I <laughs> yeah. wrote my intro. Could yeah. have been both. Could have been both. Sure. <laughs> As, has there uh, there hasn't been a good like immediate meme factory like Aaron Rodgers in a while? 
Oh no, this <laughs> is. Uh, I am just. Yeah. I am loving the memes. The memes are the best. Yeah, sure. Me, our modern day meme machine is pretty uh, formidable, but occasionally something will that's come up where it really machine. it puts it to the test. No, I, no, I, I like think the, the I like meme machine. Yeah, the meme yeah, machine. That's one meme machine. One meme machine. <laughs> a meme dream fighting machine. So as you heard in the intros uh, at various times, the movie is Geostorm. And uh, this is a movie directed by Dean Devlin. You don't know him, but you do because you, this guy wrote you know every him. every single one of those Emmerich film things. So yeah. 2012 and uh, Day After Tomorrow or whatever that was called. Uh, <laughs> what are what was that? What wasn't right? So was yeah, he he co-wrote Day he's co- before okay, so, 2012 yesterday. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's. I'll I'll tell you who Dean Devlin is. This is his first. This is his directorial debut. This is his first chance to really kind of get out there and do his thing. Yeah. Uh, without Roland. Now, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich, they both were co-writing stuff for a while, disaster movies, and he's really just best known for his writing. He is a great idea man. Yeah, Execution? Lots of ideas. Yeah, he wrote Not Independence so Day, wrote Star Tra- or, uh, Stargate, wrote Godzilla, yeah, the, the Godzilla. Remake. Yeah. And go ahead yeah. and finish off the the six pack for film sack. Universal also, Soldier, yeah, and one more. Uh, uh, let's see, oh, wait, we... It's not six. I'm sorry, he's double credited for Godzilla. It's five. We, this oh, is our okay. fifth Dean Devlin film, and Godzilla yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another Godzilla. One more Godzilla. <laughs> uh, not really known for. He did do a movie in 2018, the year uh, next, the very next year, called Bad Samaritan. I, I don't know what this is. David right. Tennant, Robert Sheehan, uh, Sheehan. Sheehan? I don't, yeah. I don't know what that now, is. He's mostly he's mostly producing nowadays, and he has his own streaming service where uh, there's, just, there's stuff on there. What? It's, uh, I think Devlin it's Plus. electric. Devlin electric. Plus. Yeah, it's like his Devlin Plus. No, it's, uh, I think it's electric <laughs> now or something like that. So he's went more to the producer side. Like I said, this guy knows when he hears a good idea, and he, he's got some good ideas. It's just execution. He needs somebody around him to really execute. That's yeah, but I would course. argue some of these other movies we've mentioned are equally or worse bad. Like I think that well, the, the Independence Day sequel is not terrible. financially. No, that's true. If we're counting only money, sure. But the the Independence Day sequel is categorically bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Worse than this movie, I think. Unmemorable right. is the the biggest uh, flaw of that one. Yeah, well, I think, he he also wrote helped write that. So you're now welcome. he wrote a ton of Stargate stuff, including the film, which I think the film was bad execution, but the the series yeah. are all great. And there's he wrote tons it, of those scripts. So hats off. Remember, to him for whenever that. I say Dean Devlin can't execute, that's <laughs> you gotta you gotta realize that hey, he's been in charge of a multi million dollar movie. I never have, so he's actually able to. To execute, but when we look at his peers and we compare movies, it seems like this seems to be like his weakest point. I heard you execution. say execute, which sounds like a Texas execution. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You say you say thank the Mexican, thanks the Mexican. <laughs> so, and and you know Dunaway already mentioned it in his greeting, and it's just like it is the most pervasive thing about this film to me is it feels like an attempt to make Armageddon 2. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't mm-hmm. just it doesn't just come off as Armageddon 2. Like, it, it, it sounds like Armageddon 2. The plot follows all the basic beats. But it also feels like that was the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Devlin mm-hmm. set out <laughs> to make mm-hmm. Armageddon 2. And then when no one was willing to make Armageddon 2, it was like, oh, I'm just changing the name. I'll just write well, about, about some satellites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you feel do you feel like it it's as much Armageddon 2 as it is just Armageddon 2 follows the same uh list of tropes that you've got to follow in order for your action so, movie. 
so and it just happens to be the Armageddon too was, was you, you know you ask an excellent question. What part of this what of this movie remains that was actually Dean Devlin's total mm-hmm. vision because it was taken away from him. Uh, it reviewed poorly in screenings. Uh, and so they had, they, you know, and a couple yet people they decided in. not to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did change some stuff. They changed a yeah. bit. Yeah. They, they reshot stuff. They did. Okay. Yeah. They brought yeah. in uh, Jerry Bruckheimer himself. Yeah. Like the, the man who made, that's why it feels like that. <laughs> the, the man who produced, uh, Armageddon <laughs> along with Michael Bay. Right. right. Yeah. And, uh, so they had all, a bunch of reshoots. There was apparently a, a complete like page one rewrite. Uh, yeah. they didn't use it all. But they, you know, they had all this, uh, you know, script by this person named Leta Calagritis. Okay. I, 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 she, I don't know. I'm not familiar with her work as a writer. Right. But, uh, like, apparently wrote Shutter Island, which was a, a, oh, you know, we've a good that. movie. Yeah. Like, right? Did we do that? I we like that. that. Yeah. No, we yeah. haven't sacked Shutter Island. We haven't Island. sacked okay. it. No, 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 no. We, we have not. We all, I think of we the all liked it. I don't know if we've right. ever done a, oh, no, that's not true. We did Taxi Driver. But we, we haven't done a lot of Scorsese movies. I think that's right. it. I think yeah. that's the only one we've done. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so sorry. so Jerry Bruckheimer comes in with the, this good screenwriter, does a bunch of reshoots, and the director that reshot all this stuff is named Danny Cannon. Mm-hmm. Danny right. Cannon, I love that Danny name. Danny Cannon, <laughs> and he's just a uh, you know he's just like a, he he uh, directed Judge Dredd. You know he's like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a director. Yeah. Yeah, he does yeah. things. He does, <laughs> he does but, things. But, yeah. but the thing is, like, it sounds like the movie wasn't as Armageddon 2 ish at first as it became right. in the final cut. Yeah. Right. I, I, you definitely so get, which, that, you get the feeling that something was up. Something's weird. Yeah. Like it, it, I definitely felt like a lot of scenes were like we would jump to a scene and like, wait a minute, what just happened? That was a weird jump. I felt like that. And when I went back and read trivia afterwards, like, okay, that's making sense. And like there's some really weird things going on. Like they even replaced uh, the mom back at home. They replaced the actress. I'm like, wow, right. how yeah. bad was that performance that they had to bring in? Because that was inconsequential. Wait, the mom. mom. Oh, the the divorce mom. I didn't yeah, the divorce that. mom. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Why? I, why? Like, why? That's Catherine Catherine Winnick was the original. Um, yeah, because <clears throat> she barely uh, says anything. Like she, yeah, I was yeah, going right. to call her chick in the bucket almost, even though she was sort of always there. You could see her head sticking out of the bucket the whole time. But it was like <laughs> <laughs> her, her with the her with the kid is a straight up ripoff oh, of Armageddon. Yeah. Yes, um, the son watching. Yeah, the, the, what's the, the guy he didn't know is his dad on yeah. TV. Yeah. And, who yeah. who's that yeah. actor? Uh, uh, I forgot his the name. Oh, oh my God! Holding. I know his name. He's in Postman, which is coming up soon. For <laughs> He's us. been everything. I love him to death. I and now, him. why? If you hadn't asked for yeah, his I name, can't think of his I name. could have presented. It's a race. It's a race. Who's going to find it first? Instead, I'm going to stall. Is remember the Titans? He was the coach. He was the Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton. There it is. Money goes debit. Good job. I straight up ripoff. And then like there's other there's other straight up ripoffs like. The scene yeah. where we first the uh, younger brother goes to meet his older brother out in Florida, like it was right. so it was so Armageddon esque that I was like I was wincing like Are they doing? Is this an homage? Are they doing yeah. an homage? Yeah, yeah. It was so yeah. weird. It's very weird. Uh, it was, and you know what? He gets he gets that's like some of the biggest complaints that Dean Devlin gets from this film. But I I'm like I'm like I would like to see the original vision. I yeah. just don't know if it felt this. Armageddon. Could it, could it be any worse? Is the, <laughs> the original I, I don't know. It's okay. 
I mm, yeah. This I want to. Wanna... This movie. This movie depended on a, a couple of things. Uh, some. I I would have been fine with all what was going on if they had just shown me something impressive uh, in the in the desk. But we just went down the whole checklist. It's like let's see, we need to destroy you know this town, this town, and we're they're always going to be someone. It's going to be the monster movie looking over your shoulder, running from some CG. It was just like check, and- check, check. And yeah. they do the same thing Shit. where it's like, all right, let's follow one one random yeah. civilian in one this town. Guy. And you see, oh, my God. Oh, she is that woman going to escape all the killer hail yeah. uh, in Tokyo? And she finally ducks into a corridor. Meanwhile, like, yeah. you know, 48 people in the background have been smashed to death by the killer hail. But let's focus. You know, we focus on this one so that we have someone to care about. The yeah. right. the, the people running on the beach. That is the funniest scene because I had to replay it back for it Katie because so she wasn't hilarious. watching. Yeah. <laughs> the the frozen hilarious. beach, Rio Beach, where everyone's like just frozen in mid-run. Yeah. As they're yeah. trying to escape the Wait, speaking yeah. of chicken in the bucket, real quick here. I think I may have just discovered it in retrospect. The girl that ran out in front of everybody and made it, sort of, yes. um, yeah, down to the, beat yeah. the plane and everything. The last yes, scene right. is the plane crashing and a bunch of shards of of, of uh, ice and frozen, oh, frozen people, frozen yeah. pilot chunks. <laughs> pilot chunks all coming <laughs> toward her and smacking against the wall. And then that's the end of that. Right. Yeah. I assume, oh, I don't know what to assume with her. Did she? I, I would have wanted to see just a random like, civilian that you're supposed to right. care about long enough to to see the disaster. All right, I well, needed like an end scene with her, like in you know, it, you know, at the psychiatrist, you know, talking about all of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Once those pilot chunks melted, it smelled horrendous. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving well, it to her. We grab a bucket. That's her. She wins. She gets it. I think. Uh, I think Michael Bay would have given us a better movie, or or, or would have at least given us better characterizations. Like if I, if. You can trust Michael Bay here. Uh, like he would have taken the Hong Kong scientist mm-hmm. who right. ends up who mm-hmm. ends up in in oh, America o- overnight. God. That's a really remarkable. Yeah, that was crazy. Trip yeah, he makes Game of Thrones teleportation. Yeah. <laughs> but like Michael Bay would have had that guy survive, yeah. and he would have survived right. all the way to the end of the movie. He would have made it through the whole thing because he's an escaper, right? Yeah. And these are these, like yeah. you you have these like minor heroes in a good movie like this who managed to be escape artists throughout the disasters right yeah but and, they didn't and, turn, oh, I did that no way. killing that guy was like shocking to me not really? and, and not in a good way not like oh i'm so entertained I this was, is like no i was he just like he I died meaninglessly yeah. you know and i'm like why yeah. i was yeah. i was pissed because i knew exactly what they were going to do as soon as he made the phone call oh we gotta meet and i gotta tell you everything but i'm not gonna say anything right now but we're gonna meet later i'm like oh f- He's gonna die like right as he's <laughs> right as he's about to say something. I'm like, ah, oh, right. man, come this on, crossing the tropes. Street, yeah, yeah. yeah. you like, knew that uh, was gonna happen. I had a feeling that he was not long yeah. for the world either. Partly because he was he was really putting in a shit performance. It wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about. And I was like, well, <laughs> his his time with us is limited. I can just tell on the face of it. <laughs> I, well, he, I don't. He had to escape from a natural disaster, or not a natural, an unnatural disaster right. in Hong Kong, <laughs> which which ended up playing out like every other one. Apparently, the way this thing works is when the weather starts going wacky, you just need to run directly away from the center of the city. And you'll yeah, be right. fine. Yeah, you'll, you will escape right. it. Yeah, it only right. moves at about five miles per hour <laughs> <laughs> from the center of the city outwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the effects, I, did like, uh, I will I, give them I, some credit for that. The effects, every time there was a, an attack or a thing blown up or whatever, and I know this movie's relatively recent, so the effects better yeah, be good at this stage. 17. 17, yeah. So it wasn't that long 17. ago. Um, that They all looked great. Like, nice effects, yeah. well done, you know, mm-hmm. on that. But it all felt uh, empty because they were so like, 
Here are people talking, 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 talking. And then here's a massive scene of, of crazy stuff. Yeah. But it just felt like they were two different movies, almost like B-roll. Yeah. 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 And right. Daniel yeah. Wu's scene, which I think is probably from the original and maybe from Devlin's perspective. Uh, and uh, the one where he's like walking around the city and it's starting to get hotter and you're starting to get mm-hmm. little clues. That something's about to... on the sidewalk. And right. Yeah, that was cool. And the... That that was cool. That was a really good scene. And then they just after that, they was just like, nah, let's just get through these uh, disasters. Let's just. By the way, I wrote down in my notes that the chick in the bucket was the cat in the refrigerator. Yes. Oh, oh yes. that's that a good cat, one. I mean, that one. cat got absolutely murdered by <laughs> lava, but, but we don't know that for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. He might have been safe if he still yeah. was yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. 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 Fridge, We've seen what Indy cool did. Enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm I mean, sure it just will save you. It blew him. It blew him free of the debris, I guess, or of the of the <laughs> yeah. blast right. zone. Yeah, there, there, there's there's moments in this where I where I did go, oh, there's more to this. I don't know why there's not. There's not more to that. That's just five seconds of that guy. I thought there'd be more to it, and it does make yeah. sense that maybe that more to it stuff was what was cut or changed or 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 whatever. And they were just hoping we didn't notice. But I don't know. Tonally, you can tell. I, yeah, I like I said, I in some ways I'm like. God, I really wish I would could see the director's cut. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's no good. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I mean, people hated it. Also, something happened with this movie. Look, the studio had no faith in this, even after the reshoots and everything. Right. They had no faith in it. Usually on Thursday nights, you'll get a sneak peek. They'll run the sneak peeks at the theater. They mm-hmm. did not. They, la- they launched this thing on Friday and said, please just give us some money over the weekend before everybody finds out what a shit show this is. Yeah. Just give us as much money as possible. Yeah, it definitely and felt so, that way. I mean, yeah. it, it's unfortunate. I even felt like the music got reused. I mean, that music was the same oh. music all these effing movies use. It's the mm-hmm. same. And I, I really, like, totally legitimately thought, did they take this from, like, literally armageddon, armageddon or something mm-hmm. else you yeah. know like no, it was yeah. it was just a change of 10 percent and it's fine that's all you have <laughs> yeah. to do it's fine it's fine yeah i guess so that's just nuts to me though because it, it to me it was like painfully obvious mm-hmm. that this is yeah. that thing that they all do since i want to say earliest bruckheimer stuff like crimson tide and you know early 90s uh bruckheimer business the rock whatever they all had yeah. this kind of thing going on and this movie had that and i just thought well we've done it (laughs) yeah we've come full circle and they're just using one of the old ones and hoping we don't notice it feels like a variation on what these composers heard john williams doing in the 80s like he, he had this you know this bombastic uh imperial march kind of sound yeah and then they all they all just took it from there yeah, I can uh, hear that. This composer, I, I mean, we, we can talk about this later, but this composer is named Lauren Balfa uh-huh. and uh, did some, has done some good work. Like sure. has, has some, there's some good music out there by this composer, uh, uh, especially the Lego Batman movie, which you guys need mm. to all watch and listen to. I have. Really it's good. Awesome. I love it. But uh, yeah, this is such a ripoff. This, I mean, it really feels like someone said, make this sound exactly like Armageddon. Go. Yes. Yeah. 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 Look, I, mm-hmm. I love tropes in movies because it's a shortcut. It's a it's a language shortcut, right? It's like okay, we don't need to we don't need to like stay here too long. It's a trope. We know it's for the story. Let's move on. But when your movie is trope after trope after trope, you end up at the end of the movie going, 
wow, I just like somebody threw up me with, with tropes. It's just <laughs> how many tropes yeah, on, yeah. The, on tropes TV? How many tropes is this thing got? It's probably got all of them. Yeah. Every oh, single right, one of them. Oh, right. Yeah, you can look it up by the movie and right. see the list of them. I was oh, almost going to get I have a box of um, movie cliches. It's like a board game thing that I uh, kickstarted, backed with Kickstarter. But it's really not as much a board game as it's a box of tropes. And you've got groups of romance movies, sci-fi movies, and action movies. And I almost got it out and just like put every time one would come up, I'd pull that card out and set it aside so I could bring it today. But uh, my God, do you have a day? God, is this page scrolls <laughs> on and on forever. It'd be easier. It'd be easier so, just to take the, the action card deck and take out the ones that weren't in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be <a> quicker. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, as much as I, I'm, I'm, I understand when a studio sort of not interferes, I guess it is interference, but when a studio messes oh, yeah. with the, vision of a director or screws around with story or whatever because they feel whatever or whatever this feels like one of those you could put the blame on them because they they basically weaseled it into being a ripoff of all these movies we're talking about and it's unfortunate because in my opinion because i know this is controversial slightly uh the gerard butler uh film of just two years later uh, Greenland, Green, Greenland, which is basically it's a disaster. superior version of what they're Absolutely. trying to do here. Like it's a mm-hmm. better movie about yeah, the ecological end of- disasters happening that needs to be yeah. resolved. Right? And, it, and, and this one's it's this easy one's to be handed. This yeah. one like punches you in the face. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's easy to laugh at and go, "Oh, I can't believe they made two of these," but it's better. It's just a better movie, right? And yeah. it has more it heart, and better. has more character Agreed. study, and has more stuff you expect from your films. And I don't know. That must annoy this director to see. <laughs> I don't think Dean Devlin's. I think Dean Devlin's past it. Like I said, he's producing stuff. The man, you know, he he works. He does things. He's an idea man. Yeah, he's doing I'm, a lot I'm of TV that. now. Nothing wrong with um, that. Did funny. anyone else think of the beginning of Tropic Thunder throughout this movie? <laughs> no, no, why? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't remember. I, don't, I so, saw Tropic Thunder. I don't remember the beginning though. Yeah, so there's a bunch of fake trailers to establish that these yes. are actors who have made oh, other movies. Okay, yeah. And one of them is a Ben Stiller action series oh, called yeah. Scorcher. Scorcher. Scorcher too, and when the world called upon one man four more times, yeah. and uh, it was just like it, it. I don't know. There's something about the Scorcher trailer that was just precisely like this. I've not seen that movie yeah. in what feels like a thousand yeah. years. Yeah. So hold up, but a this, long time. Do, do, the, the can, disaster can in, movie in 2021. Can we enjoy Tropic Thunder? I'm just curious. Is it yes, a- absolutely. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Maybe with the exception of one line, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just feels it feels not not so much problematic as just like is it still is it funny still? I don't know. I think it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I would All take right. your well, advice and watch. We'll, we'll let you die on that hill. Yeah. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I it don't might be great. Oh, yeah. Hardly at all. Yeah. The, the disaster wild. movie itself is a trope. Like yeah, it's a right. it's a pile of things that are in all disaster movies, and that's why we have a hard time fully giving in and enjoying it mm-hmm, because right. you, there's nothing in here you haven't seen before and several yeah, times. Yeah. 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 You know? well, that's true. Like it's I, not. I yeah. think I could have. Go ahead. And, and one of the things, one of the weaknesses of it. Uh, oh God, the the weakness of it is. They, they blame it all on a virus, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they mm-hmm. just go, oh, there's a virus. However, there's obviously very real intent behind specific things. Uh, Robert Sheehan plays Duncan Taylor in this. He's, uh, you remember, you've seen him in the uh, Netflix, uh, what's it called? What's the, what's the show called he's in? Uh, it's uh, d- 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 Larry's, Larry's Empty Barrel. I have no Larry's idea. Larry's <laughs> Empty Barrel. No, you <laughs> Goober. I have no it's idea. The umbrella, it's the Umbrella Academy. Oh, plays okay. as, uh, Klaus. 
Oh. He plays Klaus. Oh, oh, so okay. he's the, he's the bad guy, right? He's the oh. one who injects. Uh, he's right. one who injects the uh, virus. Right now, I recognize the face. It was bugging me that I couldn't tell that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Bare- uh, barely and used, that, way underused. That guy in this way under. Mm-hmm. I, and mm-hmm. actually, I feel like there was there was more there, and it got cut. I don't know if they because it really felt like that. Lots of times, it's like there was. It felt like they were more familiar familiar with each other than they portrayed in the actual scene to scene. So once again, don't know. I don't know what was cut. I can't say. But uh, I found it, you know, a lot of things that were happening that should have been intentional. It's like they kind of blamed on the virus and hard drives. I don't even know what that technology is, but hard drives act weird. Yeah. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what they're doing in this movie with hard drives, but yeah. that's yeah, not how they have work. They have supernatural Wi-Fi in this movie. <laughs> right. It's insane. They can have a real-time conversation with no lag between uh, Florida and space. And space. It, yeah. Right, yeah. This is supposed to be the year 2022 because it's supposed to be 2019 was the kickoff Was time. the beginning, yeah. The beginning. Then three years later, so 2022. So After we're still talking in the future. Can I have close. a trip alert on that? <clears throat> that of course. Right there? You can always have that here. You start out. And with this huge uh, conflict around all these characters. And then you just go three years later. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Did you just take away all the stakes? You just took away. all <laughs> yes. the stakes. Now I don't care at all what you just showed me. Yeah. That was it's weird. Three years later. Right. Right. That what? was weird. Why? why I've never, I've, in fact, that really blew through me too. And that's why I used it as the intro clip today. You, you did all the this stuff. All It's all done. You did all the right. stuff. All the stuff that I would have cared I mean, about was done. They you had know? the big, you know, I mean, they had like, the, like, it was a really big, big up, build up at the very beginning because it's like, oh, look, we got the, uh, we got the, the Oasis brothers here, the Ga- the Gallagher's, they're breaking <laughs> up in, during the performance. And you're like, sweet. And yeah. uh, then we don't get any conflict. We just get next scene, angry child who's narrated the intro. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to believe that absolutely nothing changed for three years. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, although <laughs> just, a, just massive, a go, massive increase years? in technology, like suddenly we can do some serious tech shit. That right. yeah. and I, I mean, I, I see that the opposite is also a terrible trope where you try to pack a, a world of disasters into a 48 hour period. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I, right. and I just can't take it. It's too much for me to follow, it's you know, lot, because yeah. it all happens too fast, but I'm sorry. That's the way to make this movie. Yeah. Pack yeah. it all in. Like yeah. be, when you just jump forward three years, I'm like, what? So like, that's enough time that some people could have gone to jail and gotten out. Someone <laughs> could have a toddler now that wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. oh, it's a big, it's a big whoop. I, uh, I, I wish that I wish it would have focused more on I don't know it, it seemed to want us also be a little preachy and go we're stewards of so the nature handed. nature I mean, is our we are caretakers of the thing and blah 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 and her little speech at the end about how we're all yeah. in this together and I'm like all right well I get how that annoys some people but I also think you need to be like if that's your message then go right if it's not that, your message have, you know then don't. It, Mm-hmm. And that that kind of uh, that kind of I think that kind of attitude about how we were talking about it would have been good. I don't know how many years ago, but at this point in time, we're all very bitter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> when this movie came out, we're all very bitter about all this. It's like, Arr! and we don't we don't need. It was kind of like when Superman four took all that tried to get rid of all the nuclear weapons it was too late you know we'd already we were already bitter <laughs> about the nuclear weapons you i love in that and you going, still remember what the hell the plot points of that movie were mm-hmm. right I remember so i mean it's like 
is I just like remember his, Nuclear Man with his uh, yeah weird costume. Yeah, yeah. but it. that was that was the, the the rub. It was like, oh yeah, we're just gonna have Superman just throw all the nukes into the sun because and it's like, no, we're too jaded for that at this point. That might have been kind of cool back in the early days yeah. of this information, but now we're all kind of mad and jaded. Don't yeah. give me a you know your little happy spiel. Yeah, I don't want that either. <laughs> and I just like I actually want to I want to say I liked the end of this movie. I, I liked the end of the movie. I felt like it because was, it was over. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I liked mean, that it ended. <laughs> and and what they did was, even though it was a, a bit ham handed, they yeah. they made it personal again. They made it about a couple of brothers and the daughter and what their lives look like and sound like now. Mm-hmm. And right. that that personal touch is what makes movies it makes it especially makes action movies and again it, it made it made armageddon look so freaking good like the you know all the scenes there's a scene where bruce willis goes to recruit ben affleck after having fired him and run him off and it's out it's out in the like oil patch yeah, and they're right. talking across a fence and it's just it's just funny and personal and it's right. like well, oh wait was this before or after the animal cracker dipped into live tyler's way before, belly pork? Way before. <laughs> okay, that's thank how you. i okay, tell right, time right. in general before and a- yeah. before animal cracker yeah. after animal cracker yeah. ac bc yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> cracker before cracker <laughs> but you know what i mean like it's it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be bombastic there don't have to be huge uh you know purpose just like have a couple of of characters talking to each other and mm-hmm. it's fun and interesting and funny yeah and like that the movie managed to stick the landing for me okay. even though even though it never did that along the way like there was one scene where the young brother and his girlfriend his illicit girlfriend were yeah. at home together and i was like oh okay yeah this is a good movie i'm enjoying this movie right now yeah yeah, what a I, weird that that relationship was weird too. I mean, the idea that she's like some kind of rogue secret. She's like she answers to no one really. Yeah, she and she had kind of a weird and like a John Wick kind of thing going. Yeah. I don't know. There's something. About I her. loved it. I did. I did. I I will admit. I turned my brain off and I allowed myself to enjoy the stupid ass chase through the lightning storm under the bridge. <laughs> I, I I allowed myself to enjoy those few moments well, let me so yeah I, I did too actually i thought that stuff was all right i actually think she's pretty great i didn't know this though abby cornish yeah. is her name um mm-hmm. yes, she abby is known she's like she's like the proper florence Pugh. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> she is known uh she's getting overtaken by straight the actual sister Pugh. well yeah i'm just saying, like yeah. her straight lace sister yeah that's but, what she feels like but anyway she she is mo- is known also for her under her rap name dusk I didn't know yeah, this. She's a rapper. Really what? That. Yeah. Abby Cornish? She raps and she's she in a, she's from Australia. I didn't know about the Australia yeah, thing or the dust thing. That. So there you mm-hmm. go. Little fun trivia there for you. She's I uh, did not know that. Is that is that is she poking fun at is she poking fun at me? <laughs> Is she mean, poking fun at me? Everyone's poking I'm fun at sure. you all the time, Brian. That's just the rule. Right. That's the way. Well, you, 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 you liked her in uh, Sucker Punch, didn't you, Brian? Yeah, I did. She was uh, Sweet Pea. She was uh, she was the innocent one, right? Oh, so I don't so remember. Did that you guys movie. see him in? Yeah, uh, in Discord, I posted a I posted a little a little blurb. There was a Smithsonian write up about uh, Geostorm right before it came out. Smithsonian was kind of checking out and said, "Oh, interesting, a Geostorm," and they called. Uh, they reached out to Warner Brothers to speak to a consulting scientist, <laughs> but none were available. Wait, so Smithsonian 
so they reached out to Warner Brothers, like assuming, right, right. pretty much guessing that there wasn't going to be yeah, there's gotta a be, scientific there's gotta be consulting like, scientist. You guys, for this. Right, you yeah. guys surely have like some scientist, you know, kind of guiding yeah. your science in your movie, right? Yeah, hell no. It feels like such a passive aggressive, like, hi, uh, can we talk to one of the scientists that you uh, <laughs> consulted for, for your film? Yeah. Oh, not available? You don't say. No. Oh, I have a, an amazing email for the end of the show that's about this movie and about the science oh. of it which i won't spoil till we get there but okay. oh, really? wow. it's great because it goes right along with this the, the science in this thing is about as loose as a i don't know I a hooker <laughs> joke. Gets, basically. they yeah. can't even get they can't even get scale right in this movie much less you know right. like yeah, science I mean, you think about so. how difficult it was for uh the previous administration just to build a few miles of wall. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine what it would take to build a net a around net. the earth? Oh no. You, ridiculous. Net. Like how is it even remotely even like within the realm of possibility that that happens in like two years? And I don't care how much money yeah. you yeah. throw at it, you know, right. or, or yeah. how much but oversight. Even if the whole totally world from, said, let's, let's do it. Yeah. It's, it, that was the other thing too. Is like, do you guys have you guys ever seen geopolitics? You guys ever done anything political? There's no <laughs> right. way we could right. move this fast on something this, this big, amazing this bipartisan bill to create a right. giant net around the earth that we'll have done in two years. Well, my guess is, yeah. yeah, that doesn't happen domestically. Certainly doesn't happen on the world stage. But no. you know, the idea that the world is literally going to die now because of the Swiss right. cheese in the air or whatever. Oh no, you know what I just did. I compared. I was. I watched Finch this weekend, and now I've conflated the oh, two. No. They called it Swiss cheese. Another uh, another <laughs> ecological disaster. The Earth is I'm over. Looking movie. for the Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. But Finch. but see the thing I is, really you like probably the, if if it's a good movie, <laughs> bad science doesn't matter because you don't have time to think about it. The worse the movie. The worse mm-hmm. the acting, the more times you have to sit around and think, well, it doesn't make any sense. How can you put a giant? Yeah, yeah. see, that's so, a that's a great topic for us at some point. Like, I don't know if we want to have it now or right. whatever, but the the this, the suspension of disbelief <clears throat> has some requirements. And I don't right. think they were met yeah. here. Yeah. Like, they just <laughs> like, left me going up. Okay, that wouldn't happen. Oh, that wouldn't happen. But a, a more capable <laughs> film would be able to have me suspend that disbelief and not care because right. of the story. There's nothing good. else. At least pepper the the, uh, the the moments of suspend disbelief with some ones that do feel like, oh, that could happen. And it'll let right. you forgive some of the ones that couldn't. This one it, it just you, was a string of, <laughs> right. yeah, and, that's and not the you, way that works. Yeah. What you do there is you have realistic, believable relationships that then lead you into accepting some of these things, but there's no mm-hmm. believable right. Right. relationships. No. Exactly. No. And you can, right. you can prove this for yourself, by the way, there's a, there's a TV tropes pile up page called sci-fi writers have no sense of scale. And <laughs> right. it doesn't, it doesn't actually <laughs> list any films. It lists a bunch of sub pages. Yeah. So it's like sci-fi writers have no sense of distance. Sci-fi writers have no sense of energy. <laughs> and if you go into any of those, you find a whole list of Star Trek movies. Mm. And, oh, yeah. and it, it's because like, if you're going to write sci-fi, you have to bend the rules and you have to break the rules. Right. Yeah. So the no sense of distance one is a good example. And this movie is all over it, right? Like when you look out of the space station and you can see all the satellites clearly, that's no, that's not how, that's yeah. not how distance works. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't have seen any of them. Maybe the closest one, if you're really close to it, but you couldn't have seen right. any of the others. And like in this movie, you can see them all clearly and it bugs us. We see that and we go, Oh, that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, right. but then 
it, there's other movies where you would totally allow that as a viewer. You would just be fine. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down with that. And it's like the list of Star Trek films really does it for me because I'm looking at them and I'm like, no, uh, Star Trek Five. Oh yeah, that's uh, I, I don't like that movie. But then it's like uh, Star Trek Generations. <laughs> Ooh, I do like that movie. Yeah, and yeah. it's got the same trope. It's got the same exact problem. <laughs> yeah, right? no, you're right. It's if it's yeah. a funny thing because like we what we watched and raved about Aliens, the first Aliens movie, or Aliens, you know, Aliens for that matter, or even Alien Three. All three of those movies, sci-fi epics, gigantic spaces to work in. Like the Nostromo right. is a big ass ship. That is not some dinky little dinghy, you know, out in space. It's this huge <laughs> effing thing. And we don't ever question it, how long it took so-and-so to get from one end to the other. Or how Ripley somehow in the second movie got all the way to where Newt was, where the Queen is, and then all the way back out in such short notice. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Why? Because the writing and the pace and the what we care yes. about is so well preserved that we don't have to get bunged up in that. Movies like this, they just don't seem to they give broke, a shit about that. No, they don't. And also, they broke every rule. First of all, you're, you're fighting two different things. The only thing, only worst way, they, only way they could have made this worse is put time travel in here because they've, you know, they're doing space things, <laughs> they're doing natural disaster things, oh, they're doing. They're doing. They're just doing too many things. There's only one political party left. There's only the Democrats apparently, and they're the, the good guy and the bad guy. And I'm like, there's just too many things that are just, just they're trying to just throw it yeah. all in there. And I'm like, mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm, get out of here. Like uh, the what's part- wrong with you? Like yeah. Like uh, the suspense. Usually the suspense I would have like there's a scene where uh, where they're 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 out in space and they're yeah. doing a spacewalk. They're trying to recover something, and so they. The one, one of them gets loose and they're flying out into space. I'm like, oh no, they're flying out into space. I'm like, wait a minute, it doesn't matter. They're like, there's there's twenty, sh- there's like twenty or just like hundreds of shuttles in the air. There's people all the time. So let's go pick them up. Why are y'all freaking out? Just you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. Right. And I'm like, you took that away from me. I yeah. love, I love the shuttle lineup scenes. <laughs> like there were like three different <laughs> shots. Where we're yeah. at Cape Canaveral or whatever it is. We, yeah. we don't actually say where this is what Cape Canaveral looks like now in the future. We're yeah. just at a place yeah. where they have 20 space shuttles ready to go, yeah. like yeah. all lined yeah. up, and they just fire them off right next to each other. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's like, cool. If, we're, <laughs> if we're launching that many shuttles, okay, look, launching a shuttle is very uh, inefficient. And it's fine if you're only doing one, you know, every so often. But if you're like launching them up constantly, mm, that's not the way to get the space. That's not no, that's not how you do you're it. Not going to get it that's done. That's expensive. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a weird take. By the way, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, it's something I noticed and then went and confirmed it. But Richard Schiff, who's not in this enough, he's also kind of a chick in the bucket. Uh, mm-hmm. Toby from uh, West Wing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a senator who grills yeah. Jake oh, Lawson. Yeah, which was some of the some of the most Best. fun uh, dialogue interactions of of the film, and they're gone early. Right. But anyway, him and Tabitha Bateman have also starred in other disaster films spe- uh, featuring mm-hmm. tsunamis. Schiff was in Deep Impact in '98, which we've seen before, mm-hmm. and Bateman in The Fifth Wave, which I did oh. not see. It- I read the book. I never saw the movie, but she, it's funny when you first see her, I thought, is that Millie Bobby Brown from stranger things? She has a little bit of a, but then it would have been like Millie Bobby Brown five years ago before stranger things. Yeah. Really good point. Wait, no, wait, which is this the little girl, the, the daughter? Yeah. The daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's, um, with the fifth wave. What, tell me about that. What is that? 
It's a, a, a movie about a space invasion, alien invasion, and it's young adult fiction that uh, kind of along the same lines as like Divergent and Maze Runner and, oh, okay. and all those. Okay. Um, and the fifth, like basically the fifth wave is the wave where the aliens come down and really take over the planet as opposed to doing stuff from there. Their spaceships. Oh, the first right. was it, was What's the, the first wave? What do they? They just kind of like pull like up and a, wave at you. Up, literally, they pull up, roll down the window, and wave at the earth. <laughs> wave at you. Hi, we're aliens. Hi. Uh, did you? Let you know we're here. Do you write? So was the book good? Since you, you said it was good. In, yeah. yeah, Tina and I both read it, and we were really hoping that the. Um, that the movie would be as good, but we never, I don't think we ever bothered seeing it. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen it, I, I wonder how it held up or if it did good. I, I, I love doing that. I love, I know we're a little older, but I love reading uh, young adult fiction occasionally is just mm. like a little treat to go like, okay, I don't want to have to think too yeah. terribly hard. And, I mean, you uh, know, Harry Potter was, is in that absolutely. same boat, right? That's yeah. 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 And it's like, let's have a good time. I this like Harry fun. Peter. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> What's not to like? What's yeah. not to like about the first Harry wave? Peter. By the way, I had to relook it up. It's uh, the first wave was an EMP blast that turned off all the all the oh, weaponry typical. and uh, oh. the ability for people to fight back. I like all those concepts. I like this mm-hmm. concept. I like all of these post-apocalyptic apocalyptic. I, oh, I'm done away. I'm done away. It's today. not just me. Well, it's apocalyptic. <laughs> apocalyptic. <laughs> Uh, I like all of them. All the concepts are good. And I will watch your movie, even if it's mediocre. And even if it's better, slightly better than mediocre, I would say Finch is that. Uh, you know, it's I like the concepts. And so please keep bringing right. them. But this is one I would have skipped on in theaters. And I did. But, you know, had I seen it in a theater, I would have been, oh, there goes, you know, 15 bucks. I'll never see again. Right. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why I feel that I, way about this I and not, it, you know, Armageddon or anything else. I loved all those movies. So yeah, what's, what's my I, problem? I saw this before film sack so thanks a lot for making yeah so i mean yeah (laughs) we made you watch it twice i mean what would be your elevator description of this movie is that that a virus takes over an external satellite net around the earth and starts making natural disasters oh i like that because that's the elevator pitch (laughs) (laughs) it's the word it's a virus takes over the system is kind of the problem i have and the thing is i spent the whole movie trying to figure out who the bad guy was right because i I didn't buy this virus i'm not even i don't even hear that word that word means nothing to me Mm -hmm. and instead i'm like they get to the space station and the current lead the director of the place is this woman and i'm like Oh, she's the bad guy. She's the one who's causing all this. <laughs> and I, I got to figure out why. And then, you know, after a while, you're like, nah, she's too. They're not portraying her as double faced enough. So right, maybe she's, right. you know is what I mean? Alexandria like, yeah. Maria Lara. Is that who that is? The uh, fast binder? Is that who yeah, that is? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. She actually, uh, German. Uta. She's yeah. German, really. Yeah, right? I, but I she's Romanian, Romanian, maybe. But okay. yeah, anyway, yeah, I I I actually Romanian. I liked her performance, but I felt like they've cut a scene because, or either that, or maybe I'm just not getting it. But she really was like, "No, oh, I live here," and I'm like, "What the hell does that mean? I, I live here." <laughs> I mean, I get. Well, she just means she's been there. there. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to operate all the keypads because right. I live here. Yeah, right. I mean, if she said it once, be like, okay, and then if she just shows up later on and goes, mm, "Look at you, dummy," and then clicks. But then right. she had to say also again, <laughs> reminder: trying, I trying live to get here. The wrong door, yeah. dumbass. Right. Look at you, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they had the they had the perfect uh, trope team 
the, yeah. this trope team is living on this space station and ready <laughs> ready to uh to get into madcap adventures with you right they have yeah, the, right. the chinese guy and the mexican guy and they have this uh vaguely middle eastern guy i guess he was egyptian or something right well, that Based guy was his- egyptian the other guy was the one that got sucked out in a, a scene that really messed me up actually that that guy getting sucked out of the hallway uh freaked okay. me out. but he was he was uh afghani yeah. was the idea and that yeah, right, now, i'm right. a little mad at the movie for playing that card going uh oh He's up to he sabotage things because right. he's the Afghani yes. guy and he's mad about exactly. the frozen people. Because we all don't trust him, so it must be him. Must be him. Right. And it turns out he was the one that found something wrong and was going to report it, and right. got sucked out as a result of that from this virus that's so smart it knows how to suck a guy out of the thing. But yeah, yeah. By but the tr- way, the before we continue on with them, the 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 Mexican guy uh, Eugenio uh, Derbez. Um, Huge recommendation for uh, a show he's in or a movie he's in called Coda. He plays a uh, music teacher for um, this girl who's a child of deaf uh, deaf family. Oh, or she's the only yeah, she's the only hearing person in this family of uh, all all deaf. Uh, I heard that was family. really good. Huh. It's really really good. It's on Apple TV Plus, so you have to, you know, go buy an iPhone so you can watch this movie. Yeah, I love well. it. Brian yeah. always tells people to <laughs> buy easiest. hardware in order to get that yes, service. Exactly. I love you it. could just pay the way. five bucks a month, yeah. but you know, go you buy an free, iPhone. You get a free month, so just sign up, you guys. <laughs> yeah, just do it. You don't you have to go buy a new yeah. book. Yeah. It's called Coda. He's excellent in it, so I just wanted to. I, like, to throw I don't think you should ever stop doing that. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, whenever Apple TV Plus comes up, he's like, you know, just go buy an iPad and just buy an iPad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's also the lead on a current series on Apple TV Plus called yes, Acapulco. Acapulco. Yes, I've oh. seen the ads for that. Has anybody watched that? I have, I have not. not seen it yet. Well, he's he's so the lead. He's the person telling the story. But the story is told in flashback, so he's the older version of the character that you see in most of the show. Um, and it's and it's getting really good reviews. And uh, you know, I'm tempted to see it. Uh, as soon as I finish right. watching the current Spanish language well. show I'm watching. <laughs> I, just, I just want to circle back around to trope team sex because oh, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's so clever to me. And at the same time I was throwing popcorn at the screen because you have the Chinese guy, the Egyptian guy, the, right. the African woman, like she literally right. has a Nigerian flag on her sleeve. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Movie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thank making you for your it. diversity. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for which your only diversity. Exists, which only by the way, exists in space, not on earth. Yeah, not on Earth. Otherwise, a bunch of white guys. Yeah, we're struggling on Earth, but uh, and don't forget the you know the aforementioned Klaus bad guy, British guy who gets punched in the face by another British guy pretending to have a uh, pretending not to have an accent. Oh yeah, Yeah. right. I forgot about that. I love that. Yeah, the the British guy. Boy, that trope that pissed me off. Or you see Scottish. Oh, his brother's British. Oh, well, there you have it. Uh, he that guy, is, that guy annoyed me, and I knew from the get-go. I'm like, he's he's trouble. Yeah. There's some bullshit going on with that guy. I do have some scrutiny, though. Hold on a second. Here's some scrutiny. Scrutiny. There is some uh, trivia in the in the IMDb listing that I don't think is, I don't know, it just seems like somebody's being a dick. But anyway, it's what it says. Several <laughs> cast and crew, even extras, noted that lead star producer uh, Gerard Butler did not appear to know many of his lines. That's the whole thing. <laughs> He's like, you expect me to learn the lines? I don't. I mean, I need a citation some, on stuff like some that. Some Gerard Butler was, hater yeah. writing stuff on IMDb. Yeah. Well, from from the studio, right? Like this, like IMDb is a place where studio, uh, you know, folks 
go and try to defend their own work. Right. Yeah, right. And right. so like the, you know, when this thing fell apart under Dean Devlin's watch, right. You have people who were working for Dean Devlin who were probably trying to cast aspersions on the cast. Yeah. Probably. That's the feeling oh, I get yeah, from it. Fault. And, uh, it cracks me up because I don't know. It just seems so. Although, although the guardian didn't think too much of Gerard Butler either. I put this review in our discord, but it's the review of geostorm is watching Gerard Butler solve a whodunit is like watching chimpanzees move a piano downstairs, a kind of teeth bearing flea picking burlesque of recognizable human behavior. That's funny for a while until you start to worry about the ethics of it. That's the, my yes. favorite review. See, now that is, yeah. that is a clever review. Most of the reviews were stuff like Sonny with a chance of a bad movie. And I'm like, Oh, stop with yeah. your stupid reviews. Oh, that one. Crap, you you're not going to like good. my Twitter post then. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but, that's, but that's what Twitter posts are for. Yeah. I don't want my movie reviews to be that. Sure. That's what they're, that's what they're for. By the way, Zazzy beats who oh, was yeah. the, uh, was the tech lady. Down on Earth, right? And she's also she's in that new sh- movie too. That she's in the heart of it. Oh, right! Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! And that's yeah. last now, night I'm watching that, going, "Why do I know her?" Because you literally just saw it the night before. Just, <laughs> yeah, and she was also Vanessa on Atlanta. But Zazzy Beats. Now that yeah. sounds like a rap name. Yeah, yeah, it does. Right, yeah. she should that, be. That a is a sweet name. Yeah, she's I love also it. you can uh, even though you can't use uh, real names, uh, you'll never be able to put her name in Scrabble because you only get two Z's. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah, that's she's screwed. German that's American why she actress, did it. though. But. Maybe she why she did it. But by the way, she's um, uh, she plays a character called Stagecoach Mary, and she's fantastic in that. Yes, <laughs> I love yes. that name. Yeah, she's really good. And I I was really convinced that she was going to die. She did not die. Usually that role. Uh, yeah, it, you yeah. Know, they usually get killed, but yeah. not this right. time. Nope. This time yeah. they were like, "Hey, that trope. We're gonna leave that one. We're not gonna. We're, no, we're not gonna. Use, we're not gonna use that trope. Come no. on. We're gonna use every other trope you've ever heard of, <laughs> but not that one. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a few moments of that in this movie. Um, the the original. So this thing was made in. Let's see. Original film's release date was March twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Uh, this was yeah. Twenty fifteen is when it was actually filmed i believe yeah 14 and 15 so it's old like yeah long time ago sort of by the large scheme of things warner brothers canceled the march 2016 date replaced it with batman v superman donna justice then on december uh, 11th 2014 the studio shifted mogwai legend of the jungle to 2018 mowgli not mogwai Mogwai. mogwai (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how are you gonna well, not that's get funny, mogwai? That's funny as I in my head, like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And Mogwai would get wet the first day. It's a damn jungle. <laughs> It'd just be nothing but may- angry gremlins all through the thing. Anyway, and but yeah, it was, it's interesting that this film, you know, the politics of it were uh, from 2014 or 15, right before our, you know, our our politics changed a lot. A whole lot, uh, yeah. Very shortly thereafter, so it, it was interesting. Yeah, it uh, felt like a felt like portrayed. a very different, like an old school take on who's the president, kind of a yeah. president. And like and, I said, there was only one political party: the Democrats. Yeah, it the was, Democrats. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they were both good and bad. They yeah, they played were good and evil. Uh, you had uh, so we haven't even talked about Ed Harris or Andy Garcia. They're in this. Andy right. Garcia was great. Yeah. Speaking of old, yeah. I like those two guys uh, a lot, and yeah. waste Ed, to see them in this. Yeah. Ed Harris is like seventy-five making this movie, wow. and I, that's impressive. Is he that old? Now? That is, yeah, he's wow. now, he's he now eighty-one. Are you serious? Fires a, he fires a rocket launcher like a twenty-year-old. I'm sorry, is what he did. I'm sorry he he's really now does. seventy-one. He's now seventy-one. 
He was in his late sixties. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Late sixties making his movie. Okay. Sorry. So he's one of those actors who, uh, the first time I ever saw him was in the right stuff. He played John Glenn. Um, right. He's one of those actors where I don't care how shitty it is. The thing he's in, I will watch it because Ed Harris glues me to the screen. I just yeah. love that but guy. And in I, this, it's super dumb and super tropey. And he's, he's just this like stereotype of an evil dude who you yes. think is good. And then he isn't. Like it's all he, those dumb ideas, but something about Ed Harris, man. He always, yeah, Ed Harris. The only thing, only problem was in this movie, I, he's always a bad guy in the vein of for the greater good. So he'll do anything for the greater good. So immediately when I saw him, I'm like, well, yeah, there's your bad guy right there. It's not Andy Garcia's ridiculous <laughs> thing that the president is yeah. a bad guy. Come right. on, stupid. Yeah, Andy Garcia is only the bad guy in Casino Heist films. Yeah, right, right. What, so, what, what else do we know him from that was like where he was really bad? I guess it was Casino, those Casino. Truman was, Show. Uh, oh, Ed, Ed Harris or no, Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia, yeah, just the Ocean's Eleven and Thirteen. What am I thinking? Uh, oh, he was a good guy in The Untouchables, though, and that was like his big yeah. breakout. Um, yeah, he's maybe. he's usually. I'm trying to think. Let's. let's he's got to be here. a mean mobster in some shit, right? <laughs> that just seems like Andy Garcia would be a mobster. He's the good guy. He's the good bad guy. Well, he's the good mobster in Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. He's kind of <laughs> okay. the focal point of that. Uh, what do you do in Denver when you're dead? I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? It's excellent. Yeah. Is oh, it? it's it's it's. Uh, I have to check it out. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, that might be a good one for for this because we've kind of oh. got the Christopher Walken as the head of the the oh, yes. bad guy mob. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. He's in Godfather Part Three, the bad one. He was Vincent oh, Mancini, yeah. and he was a he was a bad guy in that. That's what I'm. Thinking okay, of. yeah, that's a bad movie. He might have been a bad guy in Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I don't know, and I don't think I'll ever. Know. I'm almost absolutely positive he is. He's probably trying to kick the the you know. Uh, the orphans out somewhere i'm sure yeah i'm just right. a, i'm just asking you to come along with me on a wonderful ride <laughs> the, the adventure that is beverly hills chihuahua <laughs> oh my you're going Lord. to love it really not even if it. i decide to try my hand at getting high will i watch beverly hills <laughs> chihuahua all right you know what gonna... i'd be willing to I'd be I'd willing it. to it see Disney? it here. Isn't it what, Disney is Chihuahua on this? If it was here on Film Sack, I'd do it for us. I'd do it for us. This is that Drew Barrymore it, one? Is that wow. the one? Is it, this, it's, I'm pretty sure it's got to be a, a Disney movie, right? I mean, you know it's I'm not part of the Beverly Hills it's, Cop thing, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, it's, I'm, not I'm, you know yeah. it's not the same. <laughs> I wish it was so yes, bad. Yes, it is streaming. It is streaming on, on Disney+. Disney Plus. I'm serious. I would do this for the show. Just the show. Sure. Drew Barrymore, no other context. Yeah, no other. George Lopez, wow. Placido Domingo, yeah. Piper, Jamie Lee Curtis, Louis Guzman. Yes. So can I expect George Lopez to do a ridiculous Chihuahua, just like like the most rich, deep Chihuahua? Wow. And Cheech Marin, what? Yeah, I can't believe it. How (laughs) was Cheech? Cheech Marin getting the voice of Chihuahua? I can't believe it. I would watch Seriously. this with you guys. Only that content. Put it on yeah. the list. You know what? Put it on the list. I'll watch it. An hour if it's and with 21 minutes. Okay. Could we watch it together? Could we like do a, a <laughs> oh, watch along? Watch along. Interesting. I, I mean, I, I don't know I don't how many people we're we miss, could. We're not going to miss major plot points because deep, we're talking. I'm just worried. Thoughts. I'm worried. I worry more that that would be one nobody would want to watch along with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, but then again, it's a problem if we do a regular show. So you have a point. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It, I think I think people in our audience would rather watch it along with us and hear us watching it along right. with them than I love to watch it our, without us. We we always it. resort to this when we really don't trust a movie. <laughs> 
totally. Oh, no. Don't make me watch it. And, it's been a long time it. since we've done a full movie watch along. We've done a lot of TV show watch alongs, but it's been ages. Could, yeah. yeah, and it's only an hour and a half long, so it's, exactly. it's a good candidate. Hour and twenty. Yeah. It's barely longer right. than a Star Trek Next Generation episode. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> right? And it can't I, uh, be much worse than I that. I got to I got to watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua all three movies repeatedly when my got kid was to. a toddler. Right. And uh, oh my gosh. it's the first one's pretty good. I'm serious. I'm not. I mean, I'm the whole idea. <laughs> I mean, is is isn't this all the whole idea just from the the images that were all over the internet, or all over our our world of uh, Paris Hilton carrying her little Chihuahua in a bag? Wasn't that the whole thing that launched this? That imagery, I or mean, am I getting it I, backwards? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I think this was more a we've we've spent a billion dollars figuring out how to make animals look like they're actually talking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> need to make movies using that technology. Yeah. I think yeah. that's more stats. Yeah. So these actually right. do that. These are lip synced yes. animals. Oh, things. Yes. Okay. I like pig in the city or sorry, but the babe movies, the two babe movies, I think are the, the best example of that coming into its own. And I assume it's like that where they're everyone's right. It. Favorite, is it, is favorite more? Beverly Hills themed movie. Go. Like it's got it's got to have Beverly Hills in right, like the you title. You get your Beverly Hills ninjas. You get your Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills the troop, cop. troop Beverly Hills. Cop, hundred percent. Cop down and out in Beverly Hills. It's all there cop. All, it's called cop all day. Why would it yeah. be anything but that? It has to be that. Yeah. That's the only good thing. The rest of those are shit. Nine zero two one zero. Does that count? Oh, what's well, that? It's not a movie. Down and out in Beverly Hills is yeah. all right. Down and out in Beverly Hills is just weird. That's a weird movie. When's the last time you guys saw that? Because it's supposed to be a comedy. I think it's just weird. It's very, it's very oh, dark yeah. comedy. Yeah. Very I need, dark I need you to give me comedy. the 1993 Beverly Hillbillies. I know, I, I know it. it's a problem. No, for no, you. no, no, not for me. Me and you, Randy. Big team. problem for me. Yeah, we got a big problem here. Big problem. Didn't you yeah. walk out of it, or you almost did, or something? What almost did. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, and uh, whoever I was with, David Collins and his soon-to-be wife Michelle didn't want to leave and so i just sat there with my arms folded listening to the people in front of me go oh my god look granny's on the scooter now i love it I it's, love that it, it is it is on my search list if we if we get a chance we i am forcing <laughs> you to sack uh beverly the 93 beverly hillbillies and because the yeah. reason i have a good reason this film has lily Hate tomlin yeah, Cloris lily Leachman, tomlin. dolly yeah. parton yeah. it has Never jim happened. varney yeah yeah like that alone yeah. but then the every the, hollywood yokel they could find in yeah. one place Dab, dabney coleman a perfect example of a hollywood uh, yokel yeah but it's but diedrich bader as jethro is amazing yeah he it makes his career it's so his great. breakout it's the moment he got a career I'm, i think that movie's great i loved it at the time and i, and I loved it it was so mad about <laughs> it, That's it I, I, i'm there for the ibit show i just want to <laughs> i mean remember we, we did do johnny mnemonic and uh you swallowed oh, that, that, that is the one that i did walk out of and oh uh, poor ibit yeah, so I'll God. do it. Sure, I'll do it again. You know, we made Dunaway watch more uh, Minority Report. So. Yeah. yeah, bastards. Fair yeah. enough. You made so. Not, this is yeah. your list of Beverly Hills movies. If you're if Clueless can't be in this list because it doesn't contain Beverly well, yeah, Hills. Yeah, I just I just did a Google search for Beverly Hills movie, and it, and, and everything had a title except only, Clueless. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one in the list that doesn't have yeah. Beverly Hills in the title. I didn't realize Wait, it was set title. in Beverly Hills. I thought she was just a snoot from anywhere. Did it matter? Snoot. You know, I don't know. Uh, by the way, this guy, this director of, I, I just wanted to mention this real quick. The director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Um, he's done movies. We've done Scooby-Doo. He directed in 2002. 
uh, Big Mama's House. We haven't watched that, but he directed Big Mama's House. Oh, Pretty Woman. He was the editor, lead editor on. He was the lead editor for Mrs. Doubtfire. Nine months, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Home Alone Two. The guy's been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not saying yeah. you know this makes the Chihuahua movie any better. Wait, I'm just saying. Right. right? Yeah. Well, first of all, I thought it was directed by Chihuahuas, so I'm mind blown. <laughs> first of all. No, Secondly, when you works. said when yeah. you said a movie that was related to that, it made me think about uh, the release of uh, this movie, Geostorm. Yeah, uh, the one we're talking about this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know we which had also stars Andy Garcia, which yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah also stars <laughs> Andy Garcia. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we but we've, uh, we've they, brought it, back they, it came out the same time it released alongside. This was this competition, Geostorm's competition, which they released on a Friday, not a Thursday, so no one could get an advanced peek and blow the you know blow the lid off that it sucked yeah boo Two, a medea halloween the snowman and only the brave that was the competition that week oh wow 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 that's and what did it did it launch at number one i don't know did it it might have i mean it, with that know. competition that might have been the only way right. to do it oh my gosh this, did you guys see what this is uh the rotten tomato score on this is abysmal horrible 16 percent is one of the worst we've seen. Yeah, sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if we've seen anything that low on on RT before. Right. I don't think it. You know, it's it, and you can't just say, you can't say this movie's like you can't say oh there's just a horrible movie because it's got there's quality there but it's just all mixed up. It's like somebody took something that tastes really good and then just mm-hmm. mashed it all together and went there you go and you yeah. go like well. Yeah, farted on their spoon before they stirred it and things like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here you go. Right. Stir, stir, stir. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not great. Um, it's also weird that the movie is. I, I didn't even. I stopped collecting them in the clips because it was starting to annoy me. The word geostorm is mentioned twenty times in the movie. How many times do you see a geostorm? I want to talk about that too. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to think. I was like, I was like, where's the geostorm? I mean, you're you're promising it like Twister. There was definitely twisters in it. And I tried to go down to all these different movies that promise something simple in the title and then don't deliver. Yeah. And I'm like, Armageddon really didn't deliver Armageddon. But, but, the, whole, but the whole point didn't was call it, it, it didn't the, call it Comet. Yeah. Right. Well, right. But, but the whole point was they were averting Armageddon. Right? right. They were they were stopped. So like they were saying this is our ultimate war. Right. Right. And then they, they go and they and they win the battle. So is this them averting right. a geostorm? No, it's it's because no. it's <laughs> seriously. It starts. We start seeing the beginnings of the geostorm, right? Right, and, but we uh, and they we get to see it, right? We don't. Yeah, we don't actually get to see like the full on thing. Yeah, that's which a is oh, that. That's my other big complaint about this too. Is like you got to have a plan. I mean, any movie like this to have a conspiracy, there's got to be a plan. The plan just seemed like random virus destruction, so that they can keep a hold of what they have. And I'm like. But you're destroying the world. And most of it was strategic. Most of it's like, okay, so you're attacking, you know, the other superpowers. You're attacking Russia. You're attacking China. You're attacking Japan. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they go to Rio de Janeiro. Is that? Well, okay. Let me understand this. That's a really good point. According to Ed Harris, the plan is to destroy all other countries of of threat so that now you are forever well, what always. was rio de janeiro doing to everybody well i agree but the, <laughs> i mean you're it's world superpower uh, rio de janeiro i mean you're you're right. probably talking you know south america in general or whatever but the the, the my whole point is like if you're gonna go and wipe out all these other places right. why didn't you just do it instead yeah, you're just like poking it. at them like you're like oh here's a little poke poke and i don't understand what that was about <laughs> was that just to get that was to well, get the Jimmy idea, off the, the off the, surface. They explained, yeah, they explained uh, 
notes on the inside of the cover of the box of the DVD was that it was uh, it was trying to if, if you have enough of these little small storms, it will you know it will cascade down into the geo storm. But w- mm-hmm. what then? What then? If it does that, then you can't control it, right? It's just a, a roaming storm on the planet. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, but I guess what I'm saying is the plan to to strategically destroy your enemies, but not America. Right. Is go ahead and do it then. Like I don't know what right. he they, was waiting they, for. Yeah. Exactly. What was it's he waiting because they for? Wanted to, they, they didn't want to make the other people mad. I'm like, well, you got the <laughs> ultimate weapon. Who cares what other people say? I mean, if yeah. their goal was to wipe everyone coup. else out, he could do it in a heartbeat. And that those storms are so quick and so brutal that all you had to do was go push the big red button. And now everyone's wiped right. out but us. And you're done. Now, now maybe right. internally that would create a bunch of strife because he's not the president. And he, exactly. all the people weren't, you know gathered together to get killed all at once or whatever i don't know the plan just was convoluted as hell it was a weird plan yeah i'm and gonna kill and then, he, and then he did the designated know. survivor plot he's like oh i'm gonna kill everybody above me all yeah. the way down to ed harris yeah but but yeah. you gotta get you gotta give him credit as soon as that one satellite gets destroyed enough the yeah. waters recede from the city like you've mm-hmm. never seen a, <laughs> yeah. a a miracle it was like the hand of god put those <laughs> yeah. waters down yeah. i have ne- like wow yeah. and we we do have some technology as humans to uh you know to affect change in the environment but nothing like magic satellites do like instantly oh yeah there's none like, of this is to this level close yeah it's not even close mm-hmm. to realistic mm-hmm. but also the idea that um 2019 was the year that suddenly i know yeah. i understand the no wait now was that i'm now I'm mixing it up with finch again yeah i am that <laughs> on finch it was a huge solar flare that they weren't prepared for because the ozone had been so dis- we had heard it so bad that the right. flare just was unstoppable had we been better about the environment it would have you know passed us by or just been a hot hot gear or whatever um, right. So never mind. They didn't have that. So <laughs> yeah. Better, so so the, the, better, the thing that started the whole congressional, yeah. the thing that started the whole congressional hearing at the very beginning. You may be confused and not understand this plot point at all because I didn't realize it until I went back and read it. But apparently, uh, Gerard Butler's uh, character had kicked off and used the technology to divert a disaster that he did not have the right to do, and so they realized he had too much power. Was trying to you know take him down so on and so forth so that was kind of like the beginning but that was 2019 three years later 2020 yeah i just want to give props to ibit who whose general rule some some months ago or years ago maybe even you said don't watch a film sack movie and then another kind of like it movie between (laughs) right right yeah bad idea it's it's a bad idea because it really didn't take his advice Yeah, completely effed me up and i didn't know finch was like so gonna lean so hard into like Mm -hmm. environmental disaster and mm-hmm. it did, and now I've got the two totally screwed up in my head. Well, I did exactly the same thing. I watched this, and then I watched Finch. I even I even watched the first half of this, went to a friend's house for dinner, came back, watched the second half, and then the next night watched Finch, and oh, then man. this morning talking about it. But <laughs> you, you've disseminated look, them better than I, I have. Just, I have separated right. the two. Yeah, compartmentalized. <laughs> and that dinner was really, really good. Yeah. Oh, before I close nice. the before I close my I am before I close my IMD uh, DB out before that's where we're going to do sure. Um, I just want to say when I if I ever see Buddy Boy sixty for his little review on here, I might have to like punch him in the face. Despite familiar tropes, Geostorm is surprisingly timely, entertaining, and with a lot of heart. Is this guy being sarcastic? 
I don't know. I think he's being. Sarcastic. I think he's just wrong. Is what he is. Buddy boy, sixty. I mean, like I yeah. say, I could defend uh, any of those statements made separately. You know, timely. Okay, yeah, I see that. I see. Like we're we are approaching some really interesting times in the future with with regard to AI and and you know powerful machines and so on. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, entertaining. Sure. I mean, my like uh, my my eleven year old left and after the first ten minutes. But if he had stayed, I think he would have enjoyed it. And uh, a lot of heart. Yes, that was like the thing that actually kept me going through the movie was that the the movie seemed determined to show me this brother brother relationship, the father daughter relationship, and so yeah. on. Like I, that was all right. It was yeah, okay. Those were okay. It, you're I, they you're fine, buddy more. boy. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you're, good. you're good. I mean, because the people have spoken, uh, you have your helpful and not so helpful reviews underneath his review and 173 found it helpful and then 156 found it that, not well, so helpful. And yeah. that, and that exact review that, you know, kind of hurts your feelings, buddy boy 60, uh, he only gave it, <laughs> he only gave it seven out of 10. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So he's he not saying it's the best. Yeah, well, also, th- I've said this yesterday, and I mean it. Maybe it was this morning. We're ruining society by having letting everybody have a voice on everything. <laughs> we really, we really are. It's a true story. And so, like, like customer reviews of almost anything are are terrible. I'm looking up some of those last night because I'm like, well, what is what do other people think of, oh, of the yeah. harder Always they a fall? Bad idea. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, the harder they fall, really cool, you know, amazing movie, all this stuff, and I really liked it. So let's see what other people say. And this guy, his his review was literally this. I don't remember his name, but he says. Look, comma, I'm not racist, but <laughs> oh god, you might as well oh, stop right there. Begin. And then We've he says, a review. then he wow. says, You're what's done. with? He goes, what's with all the black people in this cast? And that's the oh entire review god. with one star. So all I'm Look, saying is, comma, you are I, a racist. And I don't even know if that's <laughs> someone being serious. That could be some idiot fourteen year olds having a good time, having a laugh. Yeah. We've screwed up. There is no wisdom of crowds. It doesn't exist. There's no, no yeah. wisdom of crowds. Right. It's all bullshit. Nope. Yeah, it. it's, and, it's and, wild how yeah. you you actually like crowdsourcing is an actual thing that you can actually do, mm-hmm. and we were doing it long before Web 2.0. Oh yeah, we were crowdsourcing was a thing sure. like uh, when you needed to raise a barn in the 1800s, right? <laughs> and you would get, you would get people to come help, and like they would bring their own, their own specific talents and and yeah. strengths, right? Except for Gemma yeah. Dyer, they're going. I don't know. There's sure are a lot of white people putting this building up. Look. <laughs> But like crowdsourcing, you can imagine crowdsourcing as a really powerful option in a lot of real world examples. Right. But I'm telling you, don't read the comments. Like, yeah, I, I, the follow, crowds will always scale down to its dumbest member. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I follow a bunch of different news organizations on Facebook because I really like getting this like broad perspective of like what what is this you know newspaper in hawaii posting at the same time this newspaper from paris this english newspaper from europe is posting right i i really i really appreciate that but my god the comments oh my god i know and it's not it doesn't it's not representative of anything it just is it's giving loudmouth a-holes a voice Mm -hmm. where they didn't really need one like what are you what are we doing Uh, well you know what the problem is yeah we we uh, there's also a secondary problem coming there, and this is the point. This this is the thing that we we people uh, need to <laughs> figure. Out. We, we, people. we people, we people, <laughs> we people, you, me, and uh, you know, the other film set crew. Yeah, yeah. It's something that we need to figure out is how not to be incited and then to uh, boost to boost the noise because that's what's going on. I mean, really, what's going on is we're all we're like, oh God, he's an idiot, and then we boost it. 
you know, we, we well, and that's up, right. And, and right. that's a that's a thing that we have to all shoulder uh, as a responsibility, yeah. you know, like in doing a podcast like this, you've got to you've got to always be thinking, you know, I, I, I don't want to uh, cause, <laughs> you know, I don't want to cause someone who has all the time in the world to go, uh, you know, express themselves <laughs> in a way that damages society. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting I I used to believe I used to be a sucker for this. I'm like, yeah, just oh, yeah. think what we could do with all of these opinions, all of these people together. We're gonna find what the great average is. We're gonna no, we didn't. Yeah. We did not. You know what the average is? Yeah. The average is always in the middle of whatever the score is. Practically always, yeah, well, below it average, it always below <laughs> average. It's always around fifty percent. Uh, I also, while we're on it, I don't trust one star reviews. Never have, never will. Yeah, you can't you get something on one star review. I'm out. Yeah, I rarely, yeah. You know I rarely. What? You know what you say that I, unless, say that, unless right? we're talking about Fury Road, I don't trust five star reviews. So you know, but yeah. like uh, I had my aunt call me yesterday. She lives in Corpus Christi, Texas. She's having a problem with her heating. And that's that's right. going to become more of a problem as the oh, yeah. as the weeks go by at this time of year. Yeah. And she had contracted with this company to come and and replace her heater, and they they charged her twenty nine hundred dollars, and they replaced this heating unit, and right. it's not working. Right, and right. and she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm calling these guys. They're not calling me back. They won't come fix it. They won't make it work. Oh man. And so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm getting involved. And I guess I'm writing a Yelp review. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the first thing I did was I went to Yelp. Yeah. And their most recent reviews were all one star. Right. And wow. actually, I you just so I just want to argue with you a little bit. Like that was very helpful to me <laughs> to find out that a lot of different people are being screwed by this. Let, let me ask you this question. Would yeah. you have the same opinion if they're all two star? I don't I, I don't know because like people don't leave two star reviews when they've been <laughs> when they've been mistreated, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. Like the Yelp really needs to be one, three, and five only. Right, right. That's really the only mm-hmm. only you know, odd numbers. Yeah. yeah. It was it was average, it was great, or it was crap. Like that's all the only thing you ever get out of people. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing, is it does affect some change. Like but usually it's yeah. when you're when you've got a bigger following or you got a loud mouth on the internet and you can kind of get the word out there like you know I don't know it's all messed up dude it's a freaking mm. what a it, shit show we just got to fig- look look it's almost like a geostorm of uh, of social problems. Yeah. <laughs> we got to we just got to figure it out it's it's okay we're we're going to figure it out yeah we'll we're figure it out figure we'll it get out. there it'll take us a long time and a lot of people are going to die but we'll get there Right, right. But yeah, you know, it's a big deal. It's kind of like Geostorm. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. A lot of people are going to die. Yeah, a lot of people are going to die in Geostorm. But in the end, we're going to go fishing. All right? That's how you look at it. <laughs> and it's uh, all going to be happy. Yeah. Fishing sucks, apparently. Oh, oh come on. Fishing. Fishing's fun. Yeah, fishing is fun. I, I, like, you talk know, to, yeah. your, talk yeah, to your brother. Like, yeah, I like fishing. I mean, look, fishing is, here's where fishing's great. Uh, you sit there and you're with someone you like, you know? And you throw right. a thing in there and you hope something bites, but you're not really there for that. You're there yeah, because you're, you're talking, you're, drinking your yeah. beer, whatever you're doing, you know? Yeah, this is, we don't, we don't depend on, well, us, we don't depend on fishing to feed us. So, mm. you know, we, we choose to entertain ourselves with it. Yeah. I, I grew up on a waterway and I'm telling you, like there, there were years of my life where it was just sort of expected that, you know, my dad or me, usually me was going to spend some time every weekend out there pulling some catfish mm-hmm. out of the river. Oh, it you know, and that like, I, love it. That, love I, it. I just wish I had that in my life now. Cause it like, I realize now what a money saver. Wow. <laughs> my parents spent so much less on meat. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I don't. That's interesting. I don't find that true at all. I live in the middle of uh, now. This is going to vary for different people, but I hear all the time. I live in a very is a woodsy area. There's lots of deer. There's a large deer population. It has to be cut back from time to time because there is Rocky Mountain spotted fever. There's a problem with that growth of that deer population. And I appreciate my local hunters who go out and they do hunt deer in the official time of season to do it. Sure. Now. I will roll my eyes anytime one of them looks at me and goes, yeah, plus I'm saving money on meat. And I'm like, oh, my God, man, I have seen how much money you have freaking spent on guns and bullets and equipment and yeah. everything else and processing. I'm saving money going to the store yeah. and buying some hamburger yes, meat. Yes, But yeah, that's I get it. Again. Let me just say. Like yeah. I, 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 the problem there is that venison sucks and catfish yeah. is delicious. <laughs> I actually like <laughs> venison. Venison's awesome. I just I like, I like you too. I like both. But, but my, I can't tell you how many times my dad has said to me over the years when I was a kid that he was going to go fishing with green right. bait. Yes. Like he, he, yeah. he would let me know he's picking up some fish at the store. Green bait. <laughs> Yeah, green bait. It's the cash bait. that you give to the person right. who sells you the fish. Oh, okay. green bait. <laughs> now, now, if you told me, you said, hey, Brian, I went out in my Zebco 33 and I caught some catfish. You're saving money on fish. You're doing it right. But yeah. there's nobody around here that I know. They have like trolling motors and, you know, and sonar to detect the fish and eight poles in the in the uh, in the water on a boat. You know what I mean? Just sure. wholesale pulling in fish. I'm like. You're not saving money. You're not saving a dime. You're, you're spending see, money. Yeah. And see, I grew again. I grew up on a river, and you just walk right. out there. My yeah. my rod and reel was thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. And and I used to bait the uh, treble hook with like a little chunk of cheese or yes. uh, a hot dog uh, weenie. Sometimes sometimes chicken livers. So yes. you, my parents used to buy chickens, oh, yeah. and they came with the giblets inside the chicken. That doesn't happen anymore. If you buy a chicken, yeah, yeah. there's no oh, giblets. Really? It's probably because people forget to take them out and then they die because the giblets need to be cooked more. Or right. something like that. Luckily, yeah. I, I live in a small town. We still have a Piggly Wiggly. And occasionally, I forget. <laughs> yeah, I live in a small town called, and they have a grocery store called Piggly Wiggly. And we get stuff like that. And I'm like, I mean, you go in and you can like, literally, there's a big cooler. And it's like, I need fat. Yeah. And you like, okay. And you go over to the fat fridge and you get a big old thing of fat to yeah. mix in with the venison. So, yeah. And yeah. the, and the best was when the bread was going stale, you know, like you had a heel of bread that no one was eating. Yeah. You just take a little bit of that and you form it real hard around that treble hook. Oh, and perfect. the catfish cannot resist. Yeah. They love well, the what bread. we're doing right now is telling you old man stories. So you can appreciate oh geostorm just a little that's bit. Why you more. Bread like, your, no, that's why exciting. you bred your catfish after you catch it. Um, and you'll never have better fish than fresh catfish ever. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's it so good. good, dude. Even yeah. though it's kind of a trash river fish, the, the, yeah. the catfish itself is so freaking good. Oh my gosh. Just go anywhere in the South, pull it right out of the I Mississippi. Was, mm. Right. Mm. I was always worried that I was going to die from a catfish bone in my throat though. Boner. You had a boner in your throat? Yeah. <laughs> bone. Oh, bone. bone. I really mm. I thought I heard boner. I'm not kidding. Either. I yeah. kind of heard it too. I thought I heard Did boner. You? Yeah. All right. You get a catfish Fine. boner in your throat. Mmm, catfish boner. <laughs> How you doing, catfish? <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, listen up. Sometimes you need a little help in your lives, you know? You've got to occasionally ask yourself the following question. What gets in the way of your happiness, of your 
I don't know, willingness to get up and get stuff done. Or maybe the question is, what prevents you from achieving the goals you have in your life? And you have a bunch of them, right? Well, that's where BetterHelp can come in. BetterHelp.com. They will assess your needs. And what's great is they will match you with your own professional licensed therapist. And they'll do that in a, in a safe and private and online environment. It's very convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is really, really fast. And never set foot in another uncomfortable waiting room trying to decide if you want to even touch that magazine, let alone read it. They're committed to facilitating rather great therapeutic matches. And they made it really easy to change your therapist if you need to. So just swap them out if it's not working out. And they're available for clients worldwide, which is nice. So no matter where you are, you're good. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, professional. And it's not a, you know, crisis self-help line. It's a, you know, it's professional counseling. Which is really, really cool. You can check out testimonials on their site, by the way. Go read all those. So whether you're, you know, dealing with things like grief or self-esteem issues, maybe, I don't know, depression, anxiety, stress, we're all having a bit of that stuff. They're there to specialize in those things and help you. So many people have been using it. They've, you know, had to recruit more people in all 50 states. So here's what I want you to do. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash filmsack. And join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash filmsack for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right, I'm going to do some uh, some clips if you guys are down. We get uh, clips too? Yeah, we get clips. There's not a ton because the movie, to be frank, is not all that. There's nothing cool. said that you're like, oh, that's hilarious or whatever. It's just sort of whatever, but... Uh, we'll get into a few of them here. Like uh, all the zaps. This guy's great. Check him out. Tornado. Zap. Blizzard. Zap. Monsoon. Zap. Zap. Yeah, zap, baby, zap. <laughs> zap. I did like that yeah. scene. Zap. Yeah. It was very early, yeah. and I thought, oh, we're going to have Now give me your tie. Yeah. There you go. Here's- <laughs> I, again, that was very subtle. I'm so glad because yeah. you just see him in the tie. Yeah. And yeah. you, oh, he got it from the doorman. Oh, yeah. And it's really short. Zap. He wore it very short, which I think was the point. So it looked like yes, ill-fitting, it was hilarious. not his or whatever. Uh, here's Toby from the West Wing. There was the incident where you punched a federal inspector in the face. I love that guy. In the face. I was saving him. Richard Schiff's great. I, lo- I love that's the response. I was saving him. Yeah. Put yeah. him in the MCU. <laughs> I don't know in what, what way, but just do it. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed Harris and Andy Garcia are in this. What the hell happened here? One of our thermospheric satellites malfunctioned over Afghanistan. A UN recon team found it, Mr. President. And the members of the Climate Council, they're aware. Yes, and they've all agreed to keep the incident discreet, but with this many people in the loop, I'm not sure how long it's going to keep. And we're sure this was caused by Dutch Boy. Dutch Boy. Dutch Boy. We call it Dutch Boy because we're going to say it 100 times. Dutch Boy. Um, it did seem like during, cause it's a re-election year for him in the story. And it seemed like they were, he was running unopposed or something. That was weird. Yeah. He was at the, uh, democratic national national convention or something. Yeah. I suppose. No, no talk of Republican, uh, you know, opponents no. or any of the norm stuff. None of that. No. Uh, okay. He's someone giving a shit. I don't know what this is. Maybe I need to speak to your chief scientist about the fine art of giving a shit. Oh yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jar- Gerard Butler unconditionally. I just like him. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, he, this isn't a great role. This isn't a great movie. This isn't anything, but I don't know. I just like having him around. <laughs> I just think he's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. He's great. 
you know, nine, eight hundred, nine hundred. No, three hundred was a great. I had too many warriors. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. You saw three times. See, yeah, <laughs> like, that's so not nearly as impressive as impressive as three hundred. Yeah, I saw it three times. <laughs> Maybe not. All right. Uh, he's physically interchangeable with Russell Crowe, but you can't really imagine Russell Crowe in this movie. No. no. Uh, you say yeah. that, but then I've never seen Gerard Butler blow up like Russell Crowe did for that uh, angry driving movie. Oh. <laughs> Which I don't think he didn't blow up for it. He just uh, decided, he just, he I'm going to do this for a while. Yeah, he doesn't care. I, I yeah. liked that movie. It was. I love yeah, that movie. To, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. A, see that still. It was disconcerting because it was yeah. playing on some. He reason. scared the piss out of me, man. Yeah, it was scary. I didn't love how scared I was. I was trying to. I'm trying to find the name. The name of the movie. Uh, oh yeah, Driver. The angry. Drive rage? angry driving movie. Rage. Yeah. Isn't it rage. Drive Angry? A drive ang- angry. Anger. Drive anger man. I'm anger man. No. Damn it! What is it? Let's look at Russell Crowe on the road. No. Angry. <laughs> what is it? All right, let's, I'm looking him up. Rage. No. Uh, unhinged. 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 That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Unhinged. He's in something yeah. called Poker Face coming up in next year. They're filming it now. Oh. Right. Poker Face. Is it the, uh, is it the documentary about the song? Sweet. It's the Can't Lady wait. Gaga story yeah. starring Russell Crowe. Finally, we got the documentary we've always wanted and dreamed of. Right. Uh, here's the say the name portion of the show. You can create something far worse than the very thing we're trying to prevent. Geostorm. I don't like editing where they go from the phone call to the guy to the <laughs> yeah, phone yeah. call. But I'm I'm right. well, I, like, I think that's really clever sound design. Like, And also, I felt like this movie had pretty good sound design. Okay. Yeah. I'm bad. I think the effect shots especially. All that stuff looked and sounded real. The water tech was on point. Yeah, by 2017, we, we had <laughs> water it. Water tech. I love it. Water I tech. love good water tech, man. Water it's my tech. favorite What does the water thing. mean? Mm-hmm. I always say it with video games too. It's like well, someone will say, "Oh, this new MMO is amazing. It does all these things." And I'm like, "Yeah, but how's the water technology?" Right. <laughs> that was the uh, most exciting thing when we started getting transparent water in yeah, video games. Dude. It's like, oh, oh man, you can see through it. I know. And now what? there's waves and reflections and all yep. kinds of shit. It's great. All right, here's uh, another. Oh, he said it right away again. A what? A geostorm. Yeah, a geostorm. <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> And that's that's where I stopped because I realized they were going to do it another eighteen times, and I'm like, I'm not yeah, recording right. all these. Uh, I like the you... idea that when we get satellite technology that can control weather, we also at the same time get pens that can become phone tablets. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah, those pens, Very transparent. Those are yeah. cool. Those are cool. Um, my favorite kind of that tech is I, I like the phones in uh, the Expanse. The Expanse, yeah, yeah. Uh, those yes, are cool. Yes, yes, New yes. season coming next month. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Last season, yeah, right? Last, last season, season yeah. yeah. And they got, and they're already. We, um, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say this because I love that show, but I have not done the the previous season, so I'm I'm about to oh. binge that. Um, and I guess they get rid of troublesome actor. What's his name? Uh, but but not in the books. What's his name? Um, anyway, what's his name? Not really really memorable. The but pilot you know, guy. Uh, the pilot guy that got in trouble for like annoying. getting it on with underage people. I can't think of his name. Jasper, everybody out now it seems is that the Jasper whole Vaughn. The, the martian the martian that flies he's got the texas accent in in indian descent you guys know who i'm talking about can't think of his name cass cass anvar cass anvar yeah that guy got oh. in huge trouble uh anyway oh, he was being a i didn't hear about that well wow. yeah it was bad that's why he's off the show <laughs> in the books he is still there um all right let's yeah. see how would this actually work i wrote proof of sabotage highest level of government trust no one oh it's that thing where they where the code was in uh, the timing of his talking how do you yes. know how you don't yes. know how to do that 
That was the basis of my uh, my intro. It was just so laughable. Like, wait a minute, it's this reverse yeah. this code where we got to yeah. figure out the first and ninth words of every. Yeah, right. Stupid. And it wasn't even it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. If you watch how they decrypted it, so the cipher was his cell phone number because yeah. they thought of it when he was younger. Right. But it wasn't that. It wasn't like every this word. When she deciphered it, she did it by timestamp. Yeah, and I'm worse. like, it's worse. Wait a minute. Yeah. Now I can understand doing every, doing it by the words, but yeah. we're talking about timestamp. You had to time that when you're talking. You, had to, you would have had to practice delivering right. that, that, that speech that, exactly right yeah. <laughs> over and over. You'd need months. It's bullshit. I hated it. <laughs> it's bullshit. They should have done number wait for, or wait for order of words. Sabotage. If you did uh, order of words, it would have worked. Order of words, no problem. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or at least more believable. Less less problem. Yeah, but <laughs> but timing, dumb. Yeah. All right. And yet again, I wrote a geostorm. I mean, unlike anything we've ever seen. The brother annoyed me. I don't know why. He, yeah, Jim Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. way He's better. Brush, you know, way better. Brush your hair. Like, uh, uh, Twenty-one and uh, across the universe. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. The that's, Beatles. The Beatles sing along movie. Yeah, that one's all right. He looked like a yeah. Beatles. Um. I, I like him. You do like? Yeah, Jim like I, I think fine. I'm admitting. I don't know what I'm saying. I like him. Mm. I like he's him. You can I, like him. You I can like him. I think he's fine. I just didn't care for it here. Uh, you just, didn't, you just didn't care. Like didn't he didn't care. I think you could have stopped right, right there. Yeah. It sounded like he was right. really struggling to hide his accent to me. Yeah. His British okay. accent. I could mm-hmm. hear it coming through a lot. And Gerard Butler is there also not helping. He does the same thing with his Scottish yeah. accent. Yes. Um, but I just, something about Jim Sturgis's just delivery on every line was a lot of just kind of mealy and I don't know. Didn't like it. Uh, all right. What a stupid product placement I wrote. This isn't a Chromebook. You don't just put your finger on the power button. You need the kill codes. Really? A Chromebook? You need the kill codes. (laughs) You got all this transparent freaking tablet shit and you're talking about a Chromebook? Why am I so upset Hold about on, this? I need Wi-Fi. What's the Wi-Fi password here? Do you, you have the who has the Wi-Fi password? I'm so upset about this dumb detail, but it really annoyed me because really you know was. that's what that is. There's no way you say that in any script unless Google it, threw some cash at you or something. And they, yes, and they, they pretended like they were complicating or increasing the complexity of the ultimate solution, which was just reboot it. Yeah, I mean, reboot the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. But I can no. I see what they're doing there. This like, hey, uh, here at Google, we'd like you to mention how easy our stuff is. How do you do that? Oh, you mentioned, well, this isn't as easy as pushing a button on a Chromebook. F off everybody in corporate America, you dicks. <laughs> right. oh, I'm so annoyed by that. I don't know why. And they product placements everywhere. There's freaking MacBooks yeah. and everything. And not to mention, yeah. I've, I can't. Okay, look, I don't have a lot of experience with Chromebooks, but I rarely do I, if I ever had to... Uh, turn one off and then back on again i think it just stays on for eternity <laughs> right i don't know on. yeah it just does, does it ever crash now if you said it's not a windows machine I'm like yeah yeah no the chromebooks are fine i have a chromebook i like my chromebook it just it's just a weird fit i mean i and i realize you know if you watch ted lasso everyone loves ted lasso you watch that it's an apple commercial everybody's got iphones yeah, they're yeah. all the latest yeah. models everyone's got macbooks and ipads and and they and they're not afraid to just have them out all the time so i understand yeah. this is a long running thing in hollywood tv movies whatever but that one just I don't know. It fell out of place. It's like, here you are yeah. in the future. You got all the future tech in the world. The government has all, all the governments have come together and made transparent freaking tablets to do everything for you. And you're going to mention right. a Chromebook. Well, <laughs> hey, while you were angry about that, I was over here trying to go, why would you name 
your rock and roller, whatever stupid satellite thing, and SR-22, that's like bad insurance. Mm. I'm like, pick mm. something that's not super recognizable as a form code number, SR-22. Look at you with the technicality. I like I, it. Well, I'm calling technicality on that dialogue. I like right it. There. I, I was like hoping that some of the product placement would pay off later. Yeah. Mm. So, like, for for example, uh, the, the scene where the younger brother comes to sort of, like, pull uh, our hero out of his trailer in the in the in the rural florida like he 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 pulls up in a like a mercedes-benz c300 yeah and it's like a beautiful car yeah pretty like someone yeah someone has paid some money to this movie Mm -hmm. to make that and then the and then the brother gerard butler is working on putting an electric engine into a 68 camaro Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm just like ooh, that's cool we're gonna see that later no you're not Sorry. No. Yeah. Super future too, by the way. And I'm like, this is supposed to be 2022. Come on. I mean, I know it was made in 2014, but we didn't think it was going to advance that much in six, seven years. Did we? Maybe we did. I don't know. Well, on Finch, uh, they retrofitted a 1984 RV uh, okay. to be somewhat electric. That movie was a little confused about how that. Yeah, with the solar. Uh... Yeah. It wasn't the, the one minute I'm like, oh, well, it's solar. So they got all, it's electrical now. But then there were other times they're like, no, he's putting fuel in that car. So I don't know. It's electric. We got to talk about that movie sometime. Uh, we'll do it next Wednesday for recommend. Why? We already talked about it. Uh, hey, not here, butthole. All right. Here's the next. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, here's a. Oh, get us a car, says somebody. You get us a car. I'll get us a president. I like her. It's a dumb line, but I, I like her. Yeah, yeah. I I hated. I mean, I hated just about everything about it. But I will admit, she was the only one that ever allowed me to suspend my disbelief in any when she was in the scene. Yeah, it's crazy. I agree. It's stupid. I agree. No, there's some something about something about her performance. I think she deserves yeah. credit for it. She's great. She is great. I want to hear her rap. There's probably a way to find that. Dusk. You mean like the internet? Dusk. Dusk. Probably on the internet. I bet there's some. Yeah, it's probably on the internet. Yo, 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 I'm Dusk, and I'm here to say Australia is a great place to stay. There you go. Uh, Here's uh, what? Something about salvation. Oh, yeah. Why would you say salvation here? Okay, here you go. We're being told now it is beyond repair or salvation. No one says that. (laughs) You're talking about the ISS, and they says we are being told it's beyond repair or and then what's the you don't say salvation right it's redundant right. anyway right i mean if you're yeah. able to salvage it you're able to repair it yeah right but wouldn't they say even just salvage instead of salvation like right. salvation that's a bad that's stupid yeah Boy, i'm annoyed with this movie. repair you know, yeah. that's all you need to say what a movie annoyed scott the most in 2021 it might be this <laughs> well it's hilarious because that should be like a totally throwaway line but once again this movie like it almost points at the errors it almost look at it yeah look at it by the way the, i forgot to we, we barely touched on it but the afghani who got sucked out of the airlock that really got me for some reason like yeah you you yeah. said that that's that's I interesting that, he got uh, all frozen up and then just sucked out and yeah. then flipping over head over you know whatever and i don't know there's something about space airlock uh you know you're done you're out something yeah. about that just it's actually i, I think it'd be nice just, just over pretty quick pretty i mean quick. it would be it'd be the quickest death ever really yeah not real maybe not maybe there's quicker deaths but it's still it seems like it wouldn't be that it's bad it's a fast one the, the the depiction of it i always find it so violent and so yeah, I don't know. Sudden, it's it's like space really doesn't care about the human body at all. It really it's almost like Mother Earth. 
Yeah. Is protecting us and holding us in her cradle. Yeah. Outer space does not care, dude. No. Remember sunshine? It doesn't, it don't care. Mm -hmm. I did. I did enjoy the the sequences, the action shots of Gerard Butler space manning around. (laughs) Oh yeah. And grabbing the cable at the last second. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he saves a woman because she happens to be aimed precisely at him. Yeah. That was like, great. Well, that I don't was know what great. the odds are of that, but they're really low odds that she would be heading in the d- right direction in the first place. Star Trek did that every episode. Two ships would line up exactly somehow. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, we were supposed to park our brains, but the movie wasn't very good at that. All right, here's uh, Preachy Preachy McPreachy at the end of the movie. Here you go. Belongs to all of us now. One planet, one people. And as long as we remember that we share one future... We will survive. Oh, the kids said it, so now we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it's Which that we easy. We usually sure play well because that's usually what you want, right? You usually want, it's that's, like, okay, that's what we the want. children are our future. Don't we, uh, we want the world to be what she says. Meanwhile, 100%. Nobody does want, not want in, that. In reality, have you seen how people treat Greta Thunberg when she says things? <laughs> right. Right. I know. Or any kid who's got an idea, they just shut them down. We're, whatever. We're <laughs> effed. We're effed. Yeah. A moment of hope like that is like, it's like, read the room, lady. We're all very mad right now. <laughs> and we all kind of suck and have ulterior motives. So what are you doing? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for your, uh, for your clips. And uh, those were lovely. Now time for the checklist. I now present to you the film sack checklist. The same template as all of these things. Check. Uh, screw actual space physics. We have a movie to make. Check. And finally, Dubai, almost renamed to Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Dubai. That place was getting wrecked, man. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the Star Trek connections, if any. Randy, did you find any? Yeah, we have exactly one. Whoa. Uh, his name is Corey Mendel Parker. And uh, you noted him a little while ago in Geostorm. He played Lammy. Uh, Lammy was that cool cat who recognized Jake Lawson, and they had their tornado zap. Oh, zap, zap. What did he play? Okay. What was he in Monsoon, Star Trek? Zap. Yeah. Uh, so Corey Parker was also in the Star Trek Enterprise episode Horizon mm. as a character named Paul Mayweather. And that is it. No one else wow. from this movie. Wow. Mm. The further we get from Star Trek, the more. Yeah. Um, I don't know no means. one respectably, <laughs> no res, no respectable sci-fi person would dare be in this movie. No. Except for, <laughs> no. This, one, except for this one guy. Not if they care about the science. Yeah. <laughs> One man would carry the weight on his shoulders alone. All right, let's move on to the soundtrack. Great. I'm going to give it S for samey as shit. Mm-hmm. It was like all these movies. Go listen to them. They all sound the same. Uh, all I right. could totally listen to this soundtrack isolated away from the movie a while <laughs> while like playing Destiny 2. I could listen sure. to the soundtrack. Yeah, sure. But you yeah. might be confused as to which film it came from. Right. Am, I, am I listening to Armageddon? Am I listening to the day before tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And, you, and the answer, Brian, so is tomorrow. yes. Independence <laughs> Day. today. Yeah. The answer is yes to all of your questions. It's the same <laughs> as all of those. All right. Let's get to the Twitter posts. This is where you guys sum it up in 200 Nick Kate. 200, 280 characters or less. Holy shit. Let's start with Randy. Geostorm. A sport compact car manufactured by Isuzu that was sold in the United States by Geo from 1990 through 1993, known for being fast, inexpensive, and unfortunately cramped and quick to break down. It was just like a Saturday night at Ibbotown. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. 
I like that, that you've like sad, not no. done one of those for a little bit, enough time for us to oh. forget just slightly that you you do those, and then boom, when there you, it is. You forgot how much gas you'll find. Yeah, uh, Saturday. I ran out of characters. <laughs> oh well, there's always ne- there's always next time. All right, let's move on to uh, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Uh, Geostorm. Now, eventually, you do plan to have a Geostorm in your Geostorm movie, <laughs> right? Hashtag zap. <laughs> nice, well done. And finally, Brian Ibbett. Ah, here you go, Brian. P- plug your ears. Uh, Geostorm, cloudy with a chance of I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, well, that leads that literally leads to this because uh, I might be close. I have cloudy with a chance of bullshit uh, was my, one of my titles. <laughs> there you go. The other alternate title was Nat Geoporn. Mm. Ah, mm. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, a lot of boobs from Africa, but whatever. Uh, let's move on to this uh, email selection. I have two of them this week. Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address. Please keep those coming. You guys are the most active email crowd of all the shows on the network, like by by a, a huge amount. And I love it because you've always got so much nice. stuff to say, so many cool thoughts. Uh, let's start with this one from Jeff. Uh, he is an English and science teacher, so this must be authoritative. Oh, cool. And it also refers to this movie. It says, hello, sacktastically wonderful podcasters. When Geostorm uh-huh. was originally released... Uh, the two social studies teachers at our school decided that having the students watch the film and then comment on scientific inaccuracies would be a great film trip, oh, yeah. which I think is a kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. When, idea. Uh, when actually, or let's see, when we actually took nearly all of the seventh graders in our school to see the film, both of the teachers were surprised at how little scientific accuracy was in the film. I wasn't, but I guess that's because I watch a lot of bad movies and more than they do. <laughs> in the end, the original assignment was scrapped, and we still didn't let those teachers forget the Geostorm field trip. Jeff, English teacher and science teacher. I love that story. It's a great idea, yeah. though. Like, take them to something. You know, this is the one where maybe it was too too far out. But, like, if you took uh, kids to something where there was some science in the basis of it, and then, you know, the challenge was, hey, kids, tell us where the exaggerations are. Tell us where the falsehoods right. are. Like, that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a it's lot. It's a great idea. Can you spot the bad science? I mean, they would have to. Yeah, the minute you job. walk in, the as soon as you see the yeah. poster for Geostorm, I see it. Okay, go back to class. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I see why. <laughs> the mission's been scrapped. Yeah, scrap the mission. <laughs> uh, this one from Nick in Springfield, sorry, Massachusetts says, "Did you guys know there's a singular episode of Film Sack? Or sorry, there is a singular episode of Film Sack done without the four of you." This actually isn't mm-hmm. true, but oh, episode 225, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action from 1989. This was my movie as a 90s kid. Wore that damn tape out. It is a shame Dunaway wasn't on this one because I feel he would have appreciated it the most out of the four of you, but I digress. Now, before I continue, mm-hmm. uh, Ibbett was not there one. for one, right? What's that? Weren't you not there for one? I was not there for Pet Cemetery. correct. Right. Oh, that's right. That's the movie. Yeah. So Brian and did not I was see Pet not Cemetery. there for an episode that happened when I got sick and couldn't go to Nertacular. Ah. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah, the Nertacular ones, sure. Oh, right. That's 2014, right. you were not there for. That would have we been. We had uh, Fletcher fill in for you on that one. Yep. I think it was, yeah. was it the car, where all the cars come alive? The Stephen King thing? Um, oh, uh, Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. Was that 2014? I think so. That or Sounds right. uh, I mean, yes, um, Maximum Overdrive. Just looked okay. it up. Wait, that I remember being on that one. So oh, it must have been not. a different. Did you, did you yeah. send? You might have sent a clip though. We Punisher? usually do that whenever not there. Oh, Punisher. Uh, did you Punisher send like an audio clip? 2012. Maybe. 
No, Punisher or was Masters 2013. Masters of the Universe? Masters um, of the Universe. Oh, shit. Now I don't remember any. <laughs> this is great. Well, the point I is, we I have honestly all don't ever... remember which one I missed because I missed it. Yeah, all of us have yeah. missed but... at least one, uh, except me in terms of. Because you record. <laughs> well, because I record it, yeah. So that doesn't count. Yeah, it'd but... be kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. But what, also, one of these yeah. days, though, we're going to do an episode without <laughs> Scott. We just <laughs> yeah. Scott. We just have no way of recording it. None of the. <laughs> we're, 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 we can figure out how to do it. Yeah, none of you have ever done podcasts before. Who would know? Oh, well, you'd see, it would you be. See. I, 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 I'm going to actually work on this. I want to see what happens if the three of us get together <laughs> and right. try to make like a substitute show. Yeah. Just, you could just yeah. keep it on the shelf until you need it someday. <laughs> there you go. Funny. That'd be hilarious. I'd be very curious to see how that would go. I don't ever <laughs> want to do a show without the three of you. Do a film sack oh. without oh, the three of you. Well, we try. That's, that's nice. the other thing I should mention. We try very hard not to ever do that when we're, whenever yeah. we can. And I and I think all of those cases were very specific special circumstances um but yeah we try not to he says in the final part of his email lost in the myriad of film recommendations you get i'm sure you've been told to watch teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze once or twice yes with vanilla Uh, ice world uh, wide or sorry uh, wwf wrestler super shredder life-size rodents it's all great uh he says nay tmnt3 is a true film sack movie that you must watch there is Mm -hmm. time travel via japanese lanterns elias Cotius is back and uh, as a kid, I hated this one. It was so different from the first two. Uh, hope <laughs> all is well yeah. with everyone. Happy sacking Nick from Massachusetts. I mean, yeah, why not? Thanks, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd watch totally. another Turtles movie. Those were that first one was shit. Let's do it. Sure, <laughs> I'd watch all of them. Yes, all in a row. I mean, back in the day. So I mean, I'd have been like I don't know twenty. 21 something like that when these movies came out so i was not the the junior high high school audience that was loving these movies so for me they're they're always crap they were crap day one um but as a as a 90s kid out there you know maybe i don't know we should probably visit there there was a different so okay so there was a different attitude or feeling about movies when i was younger and i'm sure it's been true for a lot longer but like you know Things are dressed up like Muppets and that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're not really Muppets in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they're people in big costumes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we we accepted it. It's like it's not like we were being fooled or anything. Like now you just do it with CG. And you essentially try to fool your senses into believing that it's kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though I knew those movies were not great, I enjoyed the silliness of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We all have movies like right. that, I think. So, I mean, even though you might have thought, no, nah, that's crap, I also thought that's crap, but I also thought that's amazing crap. Yeah, it's amazing crap. <laughs> there's right. a difference between crap and amazing crap, and you know the difference. Right. That's what you're getting at. I feel you. Uh, thanks for the email, everybody. Nick and Jeff, if you want to be like Nick and Jeff, the adventures of Nick and Jeff, you I can send your emails like in. Nick and Jeff. <laughs> filmsack at gmail.com. That's filmsack at gmail.com. Our next movie will be, I don't know, Randy, what are we doing? We, so this is the ultimate Filmsack trilogy, right? 11, 10 years ago, we sacked Highlander. And then six years ago, we sacked Ooh. Highlander 3. So in true Filmsack fashion next week, we're going to sack Highlander 2. Oh, my Lord. Interesting. The one that. Wait, I thought there could really only be hate. one. Oh, there's exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, Does this one explain why there's more than one? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this one somehow brings back Sean Connery, right? In some right. weird way. Who died in the first one? Yeah. yeah. We, are, we are watching Highlander 2 The Quickening on Amazon Prime yeah. next week. 
going to be garbage. Can't wait. And that was the first one I saw. I saw him out of order. Yeah. And then I had to go back and watch the first one. And were this you like, oh, this first this one's, one's way about better. how to do your finances online using Quicken. <laughs> yes. How to use the Quicken. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Because, you know, the, the, the built-in uh, tutorials are bad. <laughs> I need some external help on how to get my yes. taxes done. Uh, all right. Well, that'll be next week. Look forward to that, everybody. We can't wait. So you shouldn't either. Filmsack.com is our uh, website. You can go there anytime and use it for whatever it's worth. Filmsack at gmail.com is that email address. Once again, follow us on Twitter at Filmsack. And if you've got a review to leave, speaking of <laughs> crowdsourcing reviews, uh, leave us positive ones wherever you get the show. It really actually helps us. So I guess in this one case, mm-hmm. we make mm-hmm. exceptions yeah, for we'll let you do it. the wisdom of crowds. We believe in you guys. We do. We right, do. we know that there's no, you know, this is this is where the smartest member uh, is uh, is is dictates the the direction of the crowd. There you go, because they're all smart. Yep, you nailed it. That's where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> ah, stop it. Okay. All right, look, yeah. we can fix all that in post. It's not a problem. Uh, it's all good. Hey, well done, everybody. Uh, big thanks, everybody, for listening. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Zap. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. What? A geostorm. Great. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.